welcome to Thursday night at the Speakeasy Cafe. We would like to invite you to take the stage for the Sound of Ink Open Mic Poetry Night. Now, let's get started. I want your ink in our ears. Your ink in our ears. I get so tired of it. We so need a new. After 16 years, and I've been, I was probably saying this at 10 years, we so need a new intro. That one's just, who did I think of? I want your ink in our ears. This, I laugh every time I, every time I hear that. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Speakeasy Cafe Open Mic Poetry Show. It's going to be an exciting night. Before we get started, I want to make sure that you have the number to, number to call in. <laughs> it's 646-595-3965, 646-595-3965. I'm laughing because a lot of you know, or some of you may know, that I have had COVID and I'm still really sick from it. And I've been sitting so much, my butt's getting sore, right? So I'm thinking, okay, I'm going to sit on a pillow tonight. I'm put a pillow in my chair. And so I've had this pillow in my chair, but I'm so short that when I put the pillow in my chair, I have to hold onto the handles on the chair and jump up backwards so that I can get my butt all the way in the back of the chair. Otherwise, I can't scoot back, right, because I'm too short. My feet don't touch the ground. <laughs> and I'm, sliding, I'm sitting here trying to talk, and I'm slowly sliding off my pillow. <laughs> and it's like I'm just going to, like, go right under the desk like melted chocolate pudding, you know, and... Then you guys, what are you going to do? <laughs> I am seriously falling off this cushion. Oh, hell with it. It's gone. I'll sit here with a numb butt. But you know what? It's not going to matter. I'm not even going to know that my butt's numb because I'm going to be having so much fun listening to you guys read poetry. And that's going to be awesome. All right. So, again, number 646-595-3965 if you would like to call in today. And I need you guys to do me a favor. I'm a fidgeter. Do this with a pen. If I have something in my hand, my hand's going to be playing with it. So I put a pen up here because I fidget with my pen and I can't find it, but it doesn't have a clicker on it. There's one. Because if I have a pen, it has a clicker. But if you ever hear me clicking that pen, say, Nyla, put your pen down. Driving us nuts. Okay. All right. So we have some stuff to go over before we get started, and while we do this, if you'll get out your pens and papers, notebooks, journals, whatever it is you write with, because we will be getting to our inspiration from the Inkwell mini workshop in just a moment. Last month, we celebrated Black History Month as inspiration for our February prize drawing, and I am still tallying up the winners, so we will be announcing that next week instead of this week. And uh, I don't know if Rich is on here, but I better shoot him over a message. I'm still working on his. And then I said, winky face. I make notes to follow. (laughs) I want to take a moment because I think it's really, really important, especially, you know, to let these people know that we appreciate them and recognize them and what their gift means. And what I am talking about is our 2020 sponsors, those of you who helped contribute towards the cost of our broadcasting license for our 2022 broadcasting year. Those sponsors are Karen Deathrider DeWitt. You guys should shoot her a message, see how she's doing, check in on her. Karen Deathrider DeWitt, Melvin Douglas Johnson, Gary and Noreen Snyder, Douglas Curry, George Wiley, Vicki Aqua, Debbie Kelly, 
Hillary Waldo, Timothy Melton, Kevin Kraft, Alana Morris, Ronald P. Brebner, Jade Mist, Todd Carter, Paula Sweet, Lori Binder, and Glenn Combs. Trina appears as well on that list. Then I want, I'm clicking my pen. Can you hear it? Put the pen down. It can't have a cap on it either. Jesus. All right. I want to thank those of you who made donations in the memory of John Music Man Kays, our Appalachian poet, Philip Kent Church, the Rain Man, Ray Neighbors, Glenn Steele, Charles C.B. Banks, Cherry Rose, King's Cadence, and Rick Smith II. We are at this moment in the third, no, it would be the fourth leg, the third leg if it's three legs or two legs if it's just a person or one leg if it was a pogo stick. But we are in the final stretch of our fundraiser to raise the funds for our 2023 broadcasting license and for those that you have donated I want to thank you so very very much appreciate it we are still quite a ways from our goal and I always get scared that we're not going to make it because I, I can't afford to do this on my own anymore I used to and then James one sapien our fuzzy hermit in the in the yeah desert running around naked right now by the way I'll tell you about that later Um, yeah our shy little fuzzy hermit in the wood now is in Arizona at a really cool nudist campground writing poetry and just having the time of his life you know you sit there and wonder if this show has impacts on people's lives but for James I really know it has you know remembering where he was never went into town never did anything you know, we were his social life. We were his connection to the outside world when we first met him years and years and bazillion years ago. And through, and him and I have talked about this extensively. He is like my brother now. Um, he contributes so much of that to you guys, to this show, to this community. I mean, absolutely 100% know that you guys you know, have helped change lives by what we do here. That's why it means so much to me for those of you that help sponsor the show and help keep us going. You know, I I see all the time the impact you have on each other. I see how you all grow individually and how this community can really help you guys flourish. You know, a lot of us live in in a world where we don't have that support for our art, and uh, being around like-minded people and that kind of encouragement and reinforcement in what you do can be really important. You, know, I, you guys have built an incredible community. I, I, you guys argue with me all the time, and I appreciate and love you so much for that. But the truth of the matter is, is that there's no way I could sit here and talk and keep you guys entertained for three hours. I basically gibber off and, and answer the phones. That's my job, right? You guys are what make this incredible show what it is. You guys are the ones that have built this community. I can't keep you from being an asshole to each other. I can't keep you from putting each other down. I can't keep you for being, you know, from being a, a you know, poet laureate of the universe laughing at someone who's you know, learning how to write haikus. You know, we don't have anything like that in this community, nothing. We have been since day one. unconditionally supportive of each other. 
And that in itself is something the entire world can learn from. Because we do, all of us, come from different parts of the world, different walks of life, different education levels, different races, different religions, different, you know, whatevers. I don't like you because you like spaghetti sauce and I don't like tomatoes. You know, there's none of that. There's none of that. You guys should be so proud. Think about everything else you've got going in your life. Where else in your life have you ever been involved in something as long as we've been involved in with, with this, with you here that hasn't been drama infested or, you know, you guys did that. You guys created this place. I am, I just love you. I'm so proud of you. Anyway, we are doing our 2023, that's where I was, our 2023 uh, broadcasting license sponsorship fundraiser right now. We have a GoFundMe up. This is the first year we've used GoFundMe, and I don't like it nowhere near as much as I did the Facebook one we've always used. It just was so much easier, easier to get to and find. And but uh, So we do have a GoFundMe page up. You can also contribute to the show through our uh, show's PayPal. You can do it through Vimo, and I think it's Cash App. I set up an account for the show for each of those things. So if you don't want to go through the GoFundMe, there are several other ways. Every little tiny bit helps, you guys. It all adds up so fast. You would be amazed. And, you know, I know that we all get strapped for money. But just think, for five bucks, I get to pimp you out on the radio every single day for every single Thursday for a year. That's pretty good advertisement. (laughs) I'm joking. Um, Kind of, but it is, you know. It is something I enjoy doing, thanking our sponsors, because it really is important. So if you're interested in helping us stay on the air air for another year, we have until the 28th of this, or the 23rd of this month to uh, get that licensing fee in. So jump over there and thank you and I love you and all that good stuff on behalf of all of us. So next thawed long enough for you to get your pens and papers and all that good stuff out. We are going to do our, our what? What is it? Dun, dun, dun. Bam. Inspiration from the inkwell. Now I got to get cheering. Think. I'm going to get all these sound effects. I'm going to be the most cheesiest talk show host in the whole world. Get a kazoo and stuff. All right, so anyway, we're going to get to your inspiration from the inkwell. We are, as I, actually, as I go through this, I better tell you this first because you all see what I'm doing tonight. As I go through this, if you don't get everything written down, not to worry. You can come back after the show is over and re-listen to the program from the beginning and grab anything that you've missed. And remember, we have 16 years' worth of these podcasts in our archives. You get stuck sitting there wondering what to write. Pull up one of our past shows. Listen to the first 15 minutes, the inspiration from the inkwell, and you guys will be off and running with something. It's a great tool for you to utilize. All right, let's just jump right in, and I'm going to give you this week's poetry prompts. As I go through these, keep in mind that the poetry prompts are like seeds planted. You all get the same seed, but we don't know what each of you are going to let it grow into which is probably one of my favorite parts of this show, having poems come back. And it's, it's really cool. You all start with the same prompt. And so many things grow from it. 
So anyway, they are meant to grow into poems. They're like seeds planted. They can be the title to your poem. They can be a line in your poem or the general concept of your poem. Beyond those guidelines, whatever you do is up to you. So let's go ahead and get started and go through these. Number one, sticks and stones. Sticks and stones. Number two, the shattered quiet. The shattered quiet. Flames of wind. Flames of wind. Seven, Mississippi mud pies. Mississippi mud pies. Five, the forgotten name. The forgotten name. Number six, when the fly gets the spider. Fly gets the spider. Seven, coffee stain ring reminder. Coffee stain ring reminder. Eight, the mundane we hide behind. The mundane we hide behind. Nine, the ten worst poem titles ever. The ten worst poem titles ever. Ten, watercolor tears. Watercolor tears. Eleven, insert your name here in Wonderland. Jimmy in Wonderland. Rebel in Wonderland. Soldier Blue in Wonderland. Mr. Pineapple 16 in Wonderland. Jessica in Wonderland. Yellow in Wonderland. Get the idea? Your, insert your name here in Wonderland. And 12, you make it so easy. You make it so easy. Loving with the lights on. Loving with the lights on. So those are your 14 prompts. Remember, you can write one poem to each of the 14 prompts if you are so inclined. You can mix and match the prompts and use line 14, 9, 10, go up and grab three and put all of those into one poem or... If you want to get real froggy and impress me, you can use all the lines in one poem. And if you started out with your name, insert name here in Wonderland, that would be a great for whatever nonsense you'd have to write to make these prompts go together. <laughs> all right. So before you sit down and start writing poems through these prompts, make sure that you do your pick apart a prompt writing exercise, and that is where you learn that what you do with a prompt before you write to it is far more important than what is written to it. So it helps us get away from that typical knee-jerk reaction, the place inspiration takes us. You hear the word spring, and I bet there's something flowery and pretty and smelly in there, right? Gets you past those things and helps you look deeper inside and find, you know, Find the good stuff. So to do this, to start this, before you begin writing the poems to the prompts I just gave you, I would like you first to open up your journals to a clean page. And starting at the top from this week's list, I want you to write down the first prompt, which was, what was it? Sticks and stones. So write sticks and stones at the top of the page. And then, instead of a write, writing a poem to it yet, I would like you to make a list of at least six different poems you could write to that prompt. So don't write the poem. 
I want you to write the six different, you know, take that prompt and twist it and turn it and shake it up in a bag, whatever you have to do, and see how many different poem ideas you can come up to that prompt. When you're done writing those, you go to number two, number three, all the way down to the bottom until you have at least six different poem ideas for each of the prompts. And I promise you, you will not get through them without something grabbing a hold of you. And you're going to write something and you're going to sit back and go, wow, face palm. Nyla was right. Who would have thought it? She was right. Look at this poem. Oh, I'm not going to tell her. It's going to go to her head, make her get all cocky. But damn, she was right. I promise that will happen. <laughs> All right, so guys, it is now time for our writer's block is just an urban legend MythBuster writing assignment. Boy, that's a lot to get out of the mouth. All right, so I am here to dispel the myth of writer's block. Writer's block is like the boogeyman. It's big and scary, but it can't get you if you simply do not believe in it. It is not there gnashing its teeth at you, spitting worms or drooling over your shoulder onto the keyboard. It's, it's not real. There's no such thing. The only gives it life is you. So listen carefully. Writer's block is not real. It's just not, not, it's absolutely not real. If you can pick up a pen and scribble on paper, you're writing. And if that is the truth, which it is right now, you can pick up a pen and you can write something that looks like it's written in Martian. And maybe it is. Maybe you just wrote the greatest poem ever in the history of Martianism. But, that said, <clears throat> if you can pick up the paper, pick up a pen, put it, I was looking for my pen. I hid it from myself, so I couldn't click it at you guys. <laughs> it's like, where's my pen? All right, so if you can pick up a pen and put it to paper and write something, then that is the act of writing. And if that is true, then how can writer's block exist? You may not sit down and write a perfect poem every time. There's no, if you can pick up a pen and write, then writer's block doesn't exist, and therefore you cannot fall into the mental trap of it. It is not real. So, as you do these, as you do these MythBuster writing assignments, know that Hang on a second. I lost my list. Where did it go? Okay. All right. So anyway, all right. I've got your list. <laughs> um, or your assignment. All right. So, <clears throat> myth writer. Give yourself permission to just do some ramblings. You'll have a lot of fun. Just write. You don't have to write a poem every time you sit down. You just have to have some fun writing. Remember, Sandlot mentality. All right? So what I want you to do is – oh, jeez, whiz. Page keeps doing really weird things. I told you my computer was weird, right? So – Anyway, writer's block that doesn't exist. It's as simple as that. We're going to be doing MythBuster writing assignments, and they're called Just Write Blank. The blank is there because each week I'm going to be filling that in with something new or something fun, and yes, maybe even a little bit of challenging. 
a little bit of challenge going on there. But I promise nothing I give you will be more challenging than you picking up your pen to do this. Think about what I'm saying here. Nothing will be more challenging than you actually picking up your pen to do this. You know, take that time. Make it that time. Don't let you blow yourself off. Don't, you know, let, your, let yourself give you a, a BS excuse not to do something. Do the things that you know that you need to do to discover. I mean, it's the only way you're going to discover all the voices inside you, and we have many. How many of them do you know? You know, be daring. Be fearless. Let your messy meanderings make you notorious. You know, become the mic drop. Just, just do it. All right, with all that, let's get all that raw, raw out of the way. Get to your Mythbuster assignment, and it is this week called Just Write Borrowed Lines. Just Write Borrowed Lines. I'm going to go through the formula of what you're going to do here. And remember, if you happen to get lost somewhere, not worry. You can come back and listen to the archives and, you know, get caught up if I get you confused somehow. I'm also going to be typing this up and putting it on my Facebook page under the prompts. So you can go there and look at it as well, look at the formula. But it's not really that complicated. Number one, I want you to grab a book, go to your bookshelf, grab a book, and open it to page 29. And I want you to write down 10 words on that page if it's 29 and 30 or 28 and 29, however they fall, you can use both sides of the page. Just open that book, page 29, and I want you to find 10 words that catch your eye. Choose 10 different words. All right. Now I want you to look at how many pages are in your book, and then I want you to randomly write down 10 numbers. Then one by one, I want you to go to those pages. And I would like you to find one or maybe two lines off that page that you really like. You cannot choose more than two lines, and they cannot be connected lines. They have to come from different parts of the page. They can't go together. All right, so write down 10 page numbers, and then one by one, go to those pages and find one or two lines that you really like. Number three. Again, I want you to look at the number of pages in the book, and I want you to divide that in half. Go to that page number, and using any words on the page, or any phrase or any sentence, but you can use any words on the page you want and put them together and create a title for your poem. Write that title at the top of the page. And using the 10 words that you chose along with the 20 lines if you picked two off of each page or the 10 lines if you only picked one or whatever if you didn't find two on every page. So using the 10 words that you chose along with the lines that you 10 pages, I would like you to write a poem using them. You cannot change any of the line you chose, any of the lines you chose from the book because they're not yours. They must read as is. You can use as many of the lines on your list as you want or as few. That's up to you. You can use any of the lines on your list that you make. But there's one more thing. While you're writing the poem, you need to add as e- an equal number 
of your own lines. So if you use, you know, 10 lines from the book, you have to add 10 lines of your own. And don't forget that those 10 words that you also chose at the beginning have to be worked into your lines as well. Sound confusing? Do I have you confused? It's really super easy, and I swear to you guys, it is really so much fun. It sounds way more complicated than it is. So do this one. And uh, you know how every, my, per my contract with you guys, every, the first of every month, I read one of my own poems? I'm not going to do that tonight because I'm going to do this assignment along with you because it's one of my favorite. And for my one, uh, my one once a month poem read, I'm going to read the one that I write this week to you next week. And I challenge you to do the same. And anyone that does this and comes on and reads the poem next week will get a surprise mailed out to them. Mm-hmm. So it might be worth going back and listening to the directions again in the archives or looking for them on my page, huh? <laughs> okay, I'm going to run through the prompts once again quickly for you in case you missed any. Number one, sticks and stones. Number two, shattered quiet. Number three, flames of wind. Number four, Mississippi mud pies. Number five, the forgotten name. Six, when the fly gets the spider. Seven, coffee stain ring reminder. Eight, the mundane we hide behind. Ten, the ten worst poem titles ever. Eleven, watercolor tears. Eleven, insert your name here in Wonderland. Insert your name here in Wonderland. Make sure you got that one. Twelve. You made it look so easy. Or you made it so easy. No look in there. I didn't add that. You you made it so easy. Thirteen. Welcome. Loving with the lights on. Loving with the lights on. All right. So those are your prompts. Those are your assignments. That's it for our inspiration from the inkwell. Remember to feed your brain. You are what you eat. That counts as your brain too. You must have input in order to have output. Read, 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 read. As our writer's discipline, we are writing a haiku poem every day. American haiku form is three lines with a five, seven, five syllable count. Write a haiku every day. Go out and while you're going meandering between point A and point B, find your 17 syllables for the day. Once again, how hard can that be? Even if when you jot it down, it's not enough syllables and you go back and fix it later. So therefore, with all these things in mind, how can writer's block exist? It does not. So I am going to finish up with the workshop now. Remember, if you miss anything, come back and listen. We are going to start the show with an audio track. And we have a new artist for you tonight trying to find my page. There it is. We have a new artist for you tonight, someone Jimmy has introduced this to, and it is Kristen Riley. The piece that I'm going to play of hers, and uh, we've got Jimmy coming on here in just real quick, actually, 
uh, depending on if he has to go pick up his son because I talk too much. Uh, and I'll let him talk a little bit about Kristen and her poem as well when he comes on. So the piece that I'm going to play is called Four, and I want to thank you, Kristen, for sending these in to us. I know you guys are going to enjoy this. Here you go. When you're four, you can't wait till you're five so you can go to school. And when you're nine, you can't wait till you're 12 so you can walk to the pool all by yourself. 14, all you can see is 16 so you can finally drive that car. University comes so quick, but you can't wait till it's over so you can be a real adult and have that job you always wanted. You get married and you have some children and you spend the next 20 years running through your days, hurrying through breakfast, rushing through dinners to get to the next sporting event or school play. Wishing Mondays were Fridays, then Sundays were Saturdays so you could do the weekend again because it wasn't quite long enough. We spend most of our life wishing days would go faster, rushing through everything we barely see what's right in front of us until you get to the end. You'd give everything to go back, to rewind to when you were four, wishing you were five, so you could go to school. That was amazing. I absolutely love that piece. Now, it's really funny. I was just talking about that, uh, that whole concept the other day. You know, how true it is. Now, there's a reason that they say youth is wasted on the young. Yeah, yeah I love that piece. Absolutely incredible job, Kristen. Definitely provoked an emotional response out of me, which is what every artist hope they can do with their work, no matter what your format is. All right, guys. So, once again, Oh, I should tell you. No, I'll tell you next time. Jimmy's going to yell at me. Um, (laughs) If you are on hold, we'll be getting to you in just a moment. Once again, the number to call in tonight is 646-595-3965. That's 646-595-3965 if you'd like to call in. If you're on hold, we know that we do take callers in in the order that you call in, so listen for your telephone area code. When... I bring you on, please, and this is very important, make sure that you introduce yourself, even if you and I have been talking to each other for 20 years. There's people out there who don't know who you are and people who are going to be listening to a show from 16 years ago who didn't know that was you. Right? So make sure you introduce yourself. It's very important that people know who's reading, and it is very important that your name is attached to your work. You can read, let me take a look at the lines here. You can read, Wow. Hi, guys. Soldier Blue, I see you on there. Mark, I see you down there, but you are not in the lineup, by the way, my dear sir, 503. If you want to read on the show, press 1. I've got you written down in the order that you called in, but you didn't press 1, so you're down at the bottom now. So if you want to read, press 1, and you haven't lost your place in line. If you're here just hanging out and listening to the show, love you. Appreciate you, big fangirl. That was a God cheering. And uh, glad you're here, baby. Okay, so let's go ahead and you can do two poems right now, 
two normal poems or one long poem. Okay, if this cha- put the pen down, Nyla. Um, if that changes at any time and the lines get too busy, then I will let you know if it happens on your turn. I'm really sorry, but right now you're you're good at two regular normal poems or one long poem. When you're done reading, make sure that you give out your URL. It's real important for people to know how to find you and how to get to know you and your work better. We have a mature rating, guys, so just be forewarned. You are bound to hear just about anything. I have no clue what these these crazy people here are going to read when I unmute that mic. (laughs) So you're bound to hear just about anything, and you normally do, with the exception of bumping body part adult porn poems. You know, no slot A or tab, tab A into slot B, none of that stuff. Other than that, you're good to go. You know where that line is. Please don't cross it. I'm going to go ahead and give our first three callers so you know where you are in the lineup. We have 567, no surprise, Mr. Pineapple 16, followed by 731, Michael Todd, and 702, Jimmy Ray Davis. Those are our first three callers. So let's go ahead and grab Kevin. <laughs> yeah, this is Pineapple 16. Hi, sweetheart. How are you? Hi, pretty good. I'm I'm at home tonight. Uh, no ice cream trucking. I, I did that yesterday, though. It was it was we had again this week one very warm day, and that was yesterday. And so I sold a lot yesterday, including Mississippi mud ice cream sandwiches. <laughs> You're going to write to that yesterday. prompt, aren't you? Are you going to write to that prompt? Yeah. Uh, we'll see. We'll to. see. I don't see how you can't. I know. I know. I mean, out of and everybody here, you're here. the one that has to. You have to do it. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Which. Yeah. And since I've written other things about the ice cream truck, that would that would be a nice uh, blend with with the other stuff too. But uh, yeah. So we'll we'll see. Tonight? Well, I I got two, uh, uh, not too long, um, and and the second one is about food. <laughs> but um, the first one, I figure I better do this one. Uh, it, the timing is right since it's March, and a lot of people on spring break. This was inspired by the spring break situation that occurs between um, individuals who know each other and are separated, uh, can't always be in the same place at the same time. This is called Thousand Miles Between Us. You're way down south, lying on the beach. I'm up here in the cold. You're out of reach. Thinking of you down there, Soaking in the sun makes me wish I was there, too. It would be a lot of fun. I get excited as my thoughts begin to wander. There are so many scenarios that I ponder. There's an urge building up inside of me. If you were here to stroke my head, which is unbelievably huge, I would 
spray that beautiful white stuff everywhere as the snow flies out of my blowhole. Damn, I'm a cold whale. <laughs> my, my wife is sitting here shaking her head. <laughs> I was shaking my head. How did you know that? Are you psychic? What is this wizardry? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, oh, that's too so, funny. Yeah, that one's that one's one of the the ones that's on my newest poetry album, which was released in December. That's on iTunes and Spotify and all of those places. But um and the title of the album is Not What You Think. And all the poems on there have that similar style that uh, you didn't know I was writing from the voice of a whale in that one. I I didn't. But, yeah, and so I've, I I love writing from the perspective of entities other than myself. And in it's case a lot somebody of fun, else isn't wants it? to. Yeah, well, and in case somebody else wants to take this idea that I'm about to give you, because I have not done it yet, and I would, I would like there to be a poem to exist that is written to the cat from the purr of the cat. Or it could be written to a person, but I want there to be a poem in existence that is written from the perspective of a cat's purr. Somebody should do that because I've been thinking of that for 20 years and I haven't written that poem yet. So here's my other poem. I'm trying to wrap my brain around that one. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, I think it'd be really cool because the purr of a cat is – it is its own entity. It's it's alive. It it exists. We know it's there. We hear it. We can feel it. It it causes emotions. It causes reactions. It's it's way more alive than so many other things that exist. And because of that, it should write a poem. And it should have a poem written from its potential thoughts, its potential actions, or something like that. I don't know. (laughs) Just an idea. I was almost following along with you. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) And I was following along with you. What's your next one, babe? Here's my food poem. And this one... This one was uh, written many, many years ago, um, and I never finished it. Um, maybe now that it's in my head again and sitting in front of me, maybe someday I finish it. We'll finish it. But what I am about to recite is about 50% of what I'm hoping that it will be when it's done. So this is called Serial. I get up in the morning or sometimes afternoon. I go to the kitchen, grab a bowl and a spoon. It's breakfast for one. I'm all by myself, so I look at the selection of cereal on my shelf. There's so many there. 
which one should I choose? They all taste good. I just can't lose. Except for Frosted Flakes, because they're great. Fruity Pebbles are awesome. I could eat a whole crate. Count Chocula is good. I wonder if he's vicious. I like Lucky Charms, because they're magically delicious. I put the cereal in a bowl and add bovine wine. I start to get excited. I'm about to <laughs> dine. I look inside the box, and right before my eyes, there's some kind of toy. What a surprise. I just wanted cereal. This is fantastic. I wonder what it's made of. It's 100% plastic. I'm munching and crunching. Going to have another bowl. I've had so much sugar, I'm out of control. And that's the pause of the poem. <laughs> The rest is unwritten. You know, if you ever record that, you just need to end it right there. And immediately as you end it, you need to drop a bowl of water or something on the floor and catch that sound effect. And then the, and then just go, aw. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's a really good idea. So, yeah, what I should do, since I figured that was about half, then... I would do that that little, let's call it the chorus of the, I'm munching and crunching, going to have another bowl. I've had so much sugar, I'm out of control. And then, bam, drop the bowl. Oh. <laughs> but you have to make that sound. Yeah. Aw. Yeah, yeah. Excellent idea. That'd be hysterical. Did I just huh. help you produce a piece or direct? Yeah, direct. I'll have to, I have to add your name to the, to the credits when it's. When wow! It makes it I can add this Spotify. to my resume. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Too funny. All right, sweetheart. Tell everyone how they can come love on you. Well, uh, YouTube—that's the big one. It's pineapple sixteen, and the sixteen is spelled X V I. Think Roman version of the number. But YouTube, iTunes, Spotify. There's things on Facebook, and stuff like that, but um, lots of poetry videos on YouTube, and there's a playlist for poetry. I've got other playlists. i got an Amish playlist that shows Amish things and all kinds of stuff, so that's where it's at. All right, sweetheart, will we talk to you next week? I believe so. Cool. So, Fantastic uh, and maybe job I'll do another, tonight. Maybe I'll do another unfinished one because I just read one to my wife and she's like, oh my God, that was amazing. And, <laughs> and then, then I think that's how that should end. You need to record that one and act like you're going to keep going but have your wife jump in and say that line. <laughs> yeah, that would be that would be cool. So, yeah. Awesome. Well, great. Great talking with you again. So talk to you next week. <laughs> Thank you, babe. We'll see you then. Okay. Bye. All right. Our next caller comes from the land of magic and fireflies, area code 731. This is Michael Todd calling you from the land of magic and fireflies where it's raining cats and bananas on top of a metal roof right over my head. <laughs> Oh, my God, renting cats and bananas on a metal roof. I love it. 
rain rain on a metal roof really affects me. It's not it's it's real. It's really real. <sighs> anyway. Hi now, it's nice to hear your voice. You sound but, perky tonight. Perky. Did I, I had a half a glass of wine. Does that count? That's not true. I'm just kidding, you guys. Damn it. I don't know. I'm actually drinking ginger tea. Now, thanks to XBI, I wish I had about a half a box of Lucky Charms. I can't even drink milk <laughs> and, either. And some I bovine wine. I, I can't bovine wine. I, I hate them dry, but I'm wondering more and more, why don't they have some chocolate marshmallows in there too? Just a little. But wow. that's for other people to worry about. Hey, let's read. You ready? Mm-hmm. Confessions of a con artist. It's true. I'm a con artist. I can't pinpoint on the calendar of the day or on the wind-up clock the hour this new identity coalesced grew into its generic pause. Strangely, I'm not one iota ashamed. I dare say I might be off the chart titillated by getting away with items at the bottom of the shopping cart I didn't see when I checked out at the register with an A1 robot half-cloned from Mikey. I think, but can't remember, the driving away with my takeout food after presenting a dead debit card for payment dining and dashing because of a make-believe emergency phone call about an ongoing, quite boring family crisis. And then there's the overstimulation of money needed for a sudden, ridiculous, requisite expense for which my rich mother begrudgingly writes a check. Hey, I'm not a corporation. Well, at least not yet. Why does the sun cost so much? Isn't rain free? Nope. Nothing is free in America. No free lunch without strings attached. Every story has a beginning, so I'm searching for point A. What was the first sign or premonition of this new fun game, one lacking conventional rules? I guess I was creating my moving red ethical line in the sand. There are those who follow rules and those who invent them, and I'm one of the latter. So I'm being true to myself and living a life well examined. Even now, I'm gazing into my reflection in the picture window, searching for clues. Those new lines at my jawline, my sinking eyes. There are signs. Perhaps I had been acting out beneath the surface of the days, turning my inner pain inside out, away from my skin. Or perhaps this is an attempt ongoing with proliferating layers and iterations leading toward an invented justification. For too long, I was playing chess with existential demise, checkers with corporal reality, chess with death. Yes, I borrowed that dangerous game against the angel of death from Bergman's The Seventh Seal. My dreams are a glass darkly, also a Bergman film, but for me, in black and white, while my brain travels in color to stamp its passport, Iceland to see the northern lights, Cabo San Lucas, Florence, Nice, Tunisia, 
Morocco, Lebanon, ancient Persia, Greece, Egypt. No one could blame my brain for my new existence as a con artist. It's all on me, I can assure you. It was merely art. Hey, is, uh, do you have area code 860 showing? 860? 860, yeah. Mm-hmm. See who that Want is. Want me to bring her on? Let me make sure I don't have two of those. I do have two of those. Take the one furthest away. Eight six zero, are you with me? I don't know if it's hello. Who is Jessica? He? Yeah, Jessica, I didn't know which one you were gonna pick. <laughs> no, this is the right one. <laughs> No, go to the other one. I sent Jessica. I sent you an email, by the way. Go to the other one. Okay, muting you again, Jessica. I'll be back in a minute. Tease, psych. Okay, okay. the other one. <laughs> other eight six zero. You are on the air. Hi, Nyla. It's Krisha. Joe Peck. Oh my God. I mean, I oh goodness. Hello, dear. <laughs> Can you hear me? I'm dancing on my desk like Snoopy. Yeah, I'm so happy to be here. Oh, my gosh. I'm so happy. How did you like Mikey's piece? I loved it. Absolutely loved it. Would you like to comment on this? I can't. I wrote it. Oh, really? He didn't tell me that. No, of course we didn't. What is this sneakiness going (laughs) on? What are you two up to? (laughs) We're conning you. It's I know. I I kind of get that, but I liked it. Is that oddly weird? <laughs> oh, boy. All right, Nyla, my piece is called Measuring Winter. It's kind of long. I'm um, not, you know, this is, I'm not going to, I'm tired. I won't go boring you. I'm having surgery on um, Tuesday. I'm going to look like Frankenstein's bride. <laughs> I'm getting tightly replaced and I'm having neck surgery between um, a degeneration on top of all my other autoimmune diseases, including uh, MS, unfortunately. So, um, yeah, so I'm getting the first surgery has to be neck surgery, which is a total surprise. It, like, stopped when I found out. And um, so they put titanium plates in, and get this, they used to take some bone out of your hip. Now, to prevent that second incision, the first one's, like, below your you know, like your throat on the side. Oh, my gosh. So, anyway, they now, they don't go into your hip. They use bone dust from the cadaver bone bank and some of your own bone dust in the graft. Oh, and that is so gross. I mean, oh, that's I'm wonderful they can do that. I think it's so cool. Like, you know, I'm a, um, I'm a donor, an organ donor. I didn't know I'm donating my bone dust. <laughs> I mean, just think of I'm not an are. organ donor. If the Egyptians are right, I want all my stuff with me. Oh, 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 okay. You can give me part of your liver in the afterlife if I need it. So, um, okay. So I, keep thinking, I keep thinking I'm going to look like Frankenstein's bride when I set off the, uh, you know, the alarms at the airport. And then I'm like, no, Krisha, the screws are inside. <laughs> but anyway, 
my book, Dirge, a third, uh, Ballet for 13 Dancers, was supposed to be available before Christmas, and I was in the hospital twice, so it's going to be available uh, by the end of this month. And I'm going to read my favorite, my friend's favorite section, the Friends in Grad School, who wrote a blurb. It's called um, Measuring Winter 8, and it's for eight dancers. We walked backwards in the blizzard, thinking we missed epiphanies, not comprehending until much later this was strange. The first snow covers your foothold before I can find the house. My skeleton tears too corroded anyway. 33 imagined steps with an unsteady gate's new embellishment. Your brick patio of blackbirds, their blue sheen. Are you still feeding them? I see infinitude like love in a 19th century novel before someone's reputation tank. One goes to opalescent pillows for a new ration specified self. Wing bones ribs the steam sky. Those in warmer climates can't imagine snow. The scrim of the inner room fading while you misdirect an outline of feeling, not believing in belief. Everything breaks in winter. The angel statues under pines, the washing machine, the muscle cells by the mailbox, the car. You could live in the ice garden, edged out by draping forsythia branches no one cared to cut. In Chinese boxes, room of disappearance, room of ephemera, entire verb, room of bills paid. Room of your perfectionism may be getting in the way in an attic of articles, house of forgetting, plans for departure, an idea of where to go. The city of Z in a country of in a county of chances in a new country where everybody reads, where glaciers don't melt behind church bells. Water thrown skyward becomes ice sparrows, their wings snaring glints of light, glistening ice, summon the winter sun into a tension swing stand. Your driveway is still a sheet of ice that cracks under snowshoes. Maybe you should put the curtains back up in your bedroom window. Not all stocking is premeditated. Now that ice is a river, there is necessary mending. The couch pillows, the holes in my stomach and brain. The cello strings may come in handy. Equipment set up by the side of the road calculates the impact before the crash. A symphony seconds polyphony. No one won the lottery tickets that fell from the year of the dragon pinata, but everyone owns new socks. The missing still gathered at the ceiling, mourning themselves. An alternate strategy might be formulated in interstices, ellipses. Breath that fills the sealed jar can't help anyone who loses breath, but it's there on the mantle just in case. With the names from the labels, <clears throat> with the names from, torn from the labels, the different white pills were confused. An abandoned bird's nest outlined in ice glistens its circular intricacy. The miniature architecture incorporating thin strips of blue and clear plastic. When the tenor dies singing his unbeknownst swan song, the mind will finally speak of meadows. The dream will find the dreamer rolling dice. We'll skate figure eights across an ethereal plane under stars subtracted by the moon emptying until symbols for infinity fall out of our heads. We'll do the math later, flesh everything out, no longer self-betrayed, time cast against the other three dimensions, the poetic field, a helix, and a lip. The videographer transforms our own euphoria. He said the night was beautiful, that there were diamonds in my hair. The Panda Club in China somersaults new snow hills and doesn't appear to be lonely in this instance. 
Siamese twins fantasize privacy. It's become possible to live within complexities that no one will fathom. The audience wants transparency, not murkiness, but attention can be unkind. The yardstick couldn't measure the nor'easter with all that wind. Against the cold, our skeletons fold in. A handful of officials were subpoenaed for a breach of intelligence, exiled without surveillance. The promised test results disclosed an uncomfortable atrophy, knowledge of the rotting shed. When your situation flourishes more robustly, we'll send notification to affected parties, see, concerning your spiritual dishevelment. Expect an important announcement or memo, something unequivocal. Ha ha. There'll be more agenda items to cover, examine, sign off on. Things are preferable in most scenarios, but for how long no one can stay per the way of carbon paper and cursive. It's essential to dig out from layers of languishing. A relinquishing of representation might identify a miraculous golden thread to so wounds it might, might be preferable to staple or ignore all those tenacious criticisms, snubs. I was trying to pour toxicity and ego into a bottle of perfume. I was trying to become myself. I saved the transcription of your under-the-covers voice in my fireproof hope chest. It won't be long until the hour undoes itself. The appointment evaporates from the waiting room. Thirteen yellow teeth will go missing from the frozen piano. The orchestra, interpreted and unsettled, expands theater constructed for philosophers, conceptual art at its finest. When you're not around, they'll tell you the tree fell in the forest. To stay calm, one could focus on theoretical symmetry. Afternoon stuck itself in the the cogwheels of morning. Impatient inhabitants hastened towards somewhere more reasonable. Unable to bear tragedy, the composer is hungry for a new score, but his ducks aren't in a row. Duck A, duck B, Z, A, duck of A minor, G minor, B flat, golden duck, rubber duck, emerald duck, <laughs> duck that can't be killed by the hunter treading the landscape's edges. His poker face perfected when the clouds take on sun. The vertigo will lessen in the coming days when the wavelength of the weekend finds its divot. When sleep won't take you, count 3,000 birds in the ancient Persian text flying without you. 6,000 wings evaporating when you wake. We should walk together out of this melting land, holding hands until the southern border. The forecasters predict sleep, but it feels like snow. We mustn't speak of any of this. And peace. That was phenomenal throughout the entire... I love the way you described a bird's nest in there. And your poem has actually given me inspiration or was, that, or was that Michael's? I'm just checking. <laughs> no. <laughs> but that's giving me inspiration no. for next week's assignment that we're going to do. Okay. Cool. I'll be on next week. Definitely. All right. So, Nyla, I'm at www.krysiajopek.com and on Facebook. And my dog, T.S. Elliot, is on um, Facebook, Elliot Jopek. At um, on Facebook, and then I have an author page on Facebook. But the, the website, the website's good, and you know, Elliot, Elliot needs some love. He's in the doghouse, so he needs some love. <laughs> like him, follow my dog. So <laughs> when I when I thank you as a sponsor for this year, do I thank Krista Jopek and T. S. Elliot? 
why don't you just sing T.S. Eliot? Because I wanted to be, I wanted to be anonymous, but I wanted you to know it was me. But I don't, I don't want the world to know. And actually, tomorrow I told, I told um, my I'm donating some more because tomorrow is, tomorrow is disability payment day. <laughs> and you know what? With all my medical problems, Nyla, I'm still here. I'm still gracing the world, Earth with poetry, and my body. You know, the you know just kind of just however I'm going to, what verb I'm going to say, I don't want to say anything, you know, negative. It makes me realize, I told my mother and I teared up and I always keep on a brave face. It makes me realize that I'm not, I'm spiritual. Like, you know, my dad's still here. You know, we don't, I don't say people die, they pass away. They're just, they leave us, their bodies leave us. So I know it just kind of accents, accentuates who I am, my consciousness, my spirituality. So, yeah, mm-hmm. TSL. So, oh, so my point was that, um, being on disability, I can write. I'm not in a cubicle, you know. Even teaching is just too much for me, and I have so many projects to finish. All of that and spitting the plates too—that's crazy, girl. All that and what? All that and spinning all those plates at the same time. You've gone through a lot. Yeah, I love juggling China. I suck. It's awesome. I love the crash and making mosaics. It's, it's, it's amazing. I know, right? Right? Oh, my God, I love you so much right now. People it's are saying you're spinning too many plates, and I said, but they're so fun when they break. <laughs> <laughs> I stepped on a mirror, and I was like, this isn't seven years, sad luck. This is fucking awesome. Because <laughs> I just, I'm like, I have this, I'll send you a picture of my little thing, my footstool where I have my laptop, and now there's like shards of glass with uh of um uh mirrors. With, Your uh, homework. I'm going to interrupt you because I'll forget. Your homework is to write a poem using that line. I stepped mirror on a from- mirror. And yeah. What did you say? It was not seven years no. by luck. It was like or. No, uh, I Jack forgot the line already. No, but I want your I want your 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 props your um springboard about the the spinning plate because I've never heard that. You said I'm spinning a lot of plates and I was like, what? Don't you remember in the circus the guy guy that had these poles standing up in the air and he'd spin plates on them and he'd get like 30 of them and he would be running back and forth to all the plates spinning them really fast so none of them would drop on these wiggly poles? I forgot. That's better than the juggler or fire. I, I like breaking things and I mean... Broken pieces are dangerous. When people are broken, wars begin. You guys don't listen right now because we're feral bonding. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Nyla. I love you. I love you too, sweetheart. Oh. Thank you so much. It's so good to hear from you. And thank you for donating to the show. That means so yeah. much. You know what? So today is Thursday. So Thursday I'm just going to listen because I'm going to um, – I might still be in the hospital, and then I might not be able to talk for a little while. I'm going to have a raspy throat since they go in over there. So I'm just going to be eating banana splits and listening. But I will <laughs> okay. be able to read my spinning plates for sure. Will you please uh, send me a message and let me know how you're doing? Yeah, I'll message you. And um, the plates that are spinning... The fiesta wear, I have fiesta wear for plates that I don't want to break. So colorful. 
they don't chip. I have so much. I have, like, peacock blue. They don't chip. Sure, you can throw them, <laughs> but who would throw yesware? Right, See, you uh, have to write a poem about this. This has to be a poem written about, and you have to have the fiesta wear in there. You need to come back yeah, and listen and to everything that you just said and pull all the bits mm-hmm. out and write a poem about how cool whatever it is you think yeah. is cool. Yep, because of your spinning plates in the circus and stepping on glass and saying, I'm not fucking going to have seven years of bad luck. <laughs> all right, uh, thank you for all that. But it has to be titled everybody. Feral Bonding. Oh, I don't think so. <laughs> that's your baby. That's your baby. That's your homework. I, I don't know. All right. I don't know. Okay. <laughs> Good night. I'll I'll write that one. I'll write that one. Yeah. Be safe. Everything is going right. to be perfect. Let us know how everything goes. I will. Thanks, yeah. hon. All right. Are you still with us, Michael? Oh, I'm just hanging out. Oh, okay. Uh, Did you want to read something uh, else? No, not really. I just let it go. I do. I do want to apologize for not giving Jessica Brooke a little bit more notice than five minutes. What I was doing just occurred to me right before I called it. Oh my gosh, I've got two totally awesome female poets living in the state of Connecticut. There are only two in all of Connecticut. I have them both. I'm blessed. So there. You are. I know. Did you know that? Did you know that Alexa, Chris Jopak? I'm didn't. talking on the phone. No, we sitting there. And Alexa, go, Krisha. Yes, Alexa. Are you free? Only for a moment. What is your question, Krisha? Why a duck? Why is it always a duck? Alexa, what else would make perfect sense in any situation, in any given instance? Thank you, Krisha. And that's how it goes. I love you so much. Mercy. All right. It was time for me to step aside and you to go to the next. Who's the next contestant, Nala? Jimmy Ray, if he is home. Let me, I have to scroll up. Is Jimmy home back yet? Is it, it's his turn if he is. Can you hear me clicking my pen? Yes. Can you hear the rain hitting my metal roof? No, but I hear the bananas. Mushy bananas. <laughs> All right, Michael, honey. Thank you so much. You're amazing, and I love you. Love you back. I'll talk to you next week. Bye. All right. I don't know. Is it okay to bring Jimmy on yet? I can't see him where it said he's home. Yes, Nyla. Yes, Nyla. Hello, Mr. <coughs> Jimmy. Nyla, Nyla, Nyla. Jimmy Ray Davis, word machinist. Uh, so happy to be here. How are you doing? I am doing wonderful. I'm happy that you are here. How you doing? I'm doing fantastic. I mean, it's Thursday night, Speakeasy Cafe. How could I not be doing one? Absolutely wonderful. Am I? Am I on speakerphone? You're in my car, like I like you always are when I talk to you. I know, but am I? Am I? Are we on speaker? Whatever you want to call it, like my car speaker. Yeah, sure. Bluetooth. Oh, that, Bluetooth. okay. 
Okay. That's, well, I'm, I'm getting I, some really weird squealing. No, I'm getting really weird squealing background noise from you today. All right. Well, let me um, try something else. Okay. Got, got to make sure we can hear you. How's that? Is that any, any better at all? That is much better. Wow, you sound sexy. Sorry, Missy, but you sound sexy. Only, only, only now, huh? Trying to make oh, a career yeah, right with now. voice. It took me 20 years. Huh? That's okay, though. Uh, listen, Nyla, I want to uh, No, listen back to the very... recording and listen to you read, and you'll see the difference in the sound of your voice. You sound much deeper in here right now. I never, it's a, like a weird rule. I never listen back. I never go back. Forward. We go forward, Nyla, forward. Future. We never go back. Okay. <laughs> uh, thank you very much for playing the track, uh, Kristen's track. Um, she goes by the handle Jots for Sanity, not Tots, Jots. And uh, as you I know, she's I never going to talk to me again because I gave her name, right? All the no, it's, uh, she's she's cool. Kristen's awesome, okay. but um, as far as where she, how she, I believe, where she posts everything, she goes at her jobs for sanity, so if people want to find her. Um, yeah, just incredible. You heard that track, and she really just puts her heart in every piece, and um, we're talking about um, she wants to call in. She's just working up to it, like all of us did that first time, and I told her, hey, take your time. It's, we'll always be here. The speakeasy mm-hmm. will always be here. So, Nyla, you have to live to be 100 now. So, the speakeasy is always here. Um, But, yeah, no, just phenomenal. And I could not, uh, I can't say enough about her. She's, all of her works are really good. She does a really cool format with a black background and white writing. That's it. Plain and simple and then her voice. So, really good stuff. Check that out on TikTok. Well, Nyla, I was going to, one of the pieces I was going to read tonight, I'm not going to read because the good captain, I don't see him anywhere. I tried to message him, and he's not, so I don't think he's making it. And as one of those pieces was for him, we'd push that to next week. Didn't he say something last week about not being here this week? Uh, no, I thought he said he was going to be home last week, but, but maybe I heard it differently. Um, hey, it is what it is, right? So I didn't get a chance to send you this. Uh, video this poem but we're going to start out with soul pushing sideways yeah oh yeah soul pushing sideways bleeding black as I kill the light oh baby feel it breaking cut me loose I will survive expelling my shell damn you know it's hell And I will never tell your darkest secret. Pain away of life. Can't pull out the knife. Fate a blind spay wife. My tarot pole is a three of swords. Hell. I took it like a man. Burned Bibles till I saw the light. Damn. Head is pounding. Kitchen sink overflowing blood. And take away my shell. You will never tell. Of my private hell broke your cross in two. Night's a temptress blind. My insides will unwind. Don't mistake my kindness for weakness. Now you know, 
Fear and control reside in darkest holes of the mind. Try to unwind grotesque dreams where centipedes scream a maggot stream as the cream curdles running into hurdles, a girdle stained red cinched to the head as the lamp bulb, lamp bulb explodes in a room where shadow ghosts live without human hosts. Yeah, my bloodline is fucked up. Out of luck, born in the dark, don't know where I'm bound. Only that, I'm falling apart. And my heart is so uncaged. Can you feel my rage? Turn the final page on this poet plight. And I'm out of time to pull the plug. Insanity's a drug. Every single hug has teeth that just won't fucking let go. I'll drive lost highways, never looking back, my soul pushing sideways. End poem. Wow. That made the hair on the back of my neck stand up. No, I always do that to you, though. <laughs> well, it's your voice. You know, your voice is much deeper right now, <laughs> echoey. <laughs> Echoey, I got I like it. Turn it down, Bubba. Uh, Missy says, turn it down, yeah. Bubba. <laughs> turn it down, and I was doing fine. You had me change the, we got the whole ambiance uh, change here. Um, so since the captain's not here, I wanted him to hear his poem. He's already seen the video. He's, heard, he's aware of it. He knows it, but I wanted to do it live for him because he was the direct inspiration for the poem, Captain Hathaway. So... I will save it for instead, next week. Yeah, I'll save yeah. it for next week. And uh, and uh, so I don't, I mean, I literally, uh, there's too many for me to go through and decide. So I'm just going to pull up uh, the most recent poem that I wrote. No video. It hasn't been released. hasn't been posted. It'll be a speakeasy exclusive. I wrote this yesterday. Okay. It was raining outside. And this, and this shows you, we talk a little bit about inspiration. And that's, you say it best, you know, read, get out. But also, just look around. I mean, anything, anything can inspire a person, a situation, you know, weather. And I, I stepped out outside of the dock at work, uh, loading dock there. It was raining really hard, which is not super common here in Vegas. So I went out to look at the rain, because I like to look at the rain. You like to look at the rain. And... Um, mm-hmm. As I was as I was looking at the rain, what what do you think popped into my head? It's raining, it's pouring, and it just it did that that old mantra. Yeah, so that mantra just kind of popped into my head. But I went, uh, being who I am, I guess, and I went a little different place with it. So, and it, and that in turn inspired more and more. And I sat down, I got a break, I took some time away, and I. This is what came out. This is called Rain in the Pocket. It's raining. It's pouring. The old man is out whoring again. Nothing new. Mama's in a dark room, quiet, shrunken in a corner. Pounding of rain masks her weeping. I want nothing more than to comfort her. But I can't. That dead look in her eyes is a soul killer. I press against the door. Ma, can I go out and play? Her response through broken teeth and swollen lips is barely intelligible. Don't forget your jacket, honey. 
I don't. Racing out the front door, needing to get as far away as possible. No tears. I'm all cried out. It's a miserable day. Nothing to do but stare at a sky that resembles my heart and maybe catch the eye of the girl down the street. Making my way home, I pause at the door. The house looks different, older, beaten as the mother who made sure I wasn't. Standing in the hall, I blink. Forty years have passed, yet she's still there, weeping. I slowly open the door, her silhouette, arms outstretched. Oh, Mama. Finally, tears. I rush in, meeting her gaze. It stabs me in the heart. But Mama died when I was eight, so I comfort her ghost with rain in the pocket of a jacket I haven't worn in years. And all. Wow. That was amazing. Oh, that poor baby. I just want to hug him. I always feel so sorry for the kids in your poem. You're freaking brutal, Jimmy. (laughs) Hey, at least he lived. (laughs) I know, right? We can't say that. Thank goodness. We can't say that about who. We can't say that about who. Who have I killed off? Blueberry, Lenore. Blueberry. I mean. The list, the list goes poor Blueberry. And, and Blueberry I'm surprised your, never got your boys have lived long enough to grow whiskers. Well, that's not a very nice thing to say. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Nyla, Nyla, let's get it straight here from the, from, the, from, the, from the gal who left the serial killer journal in her car. I kill characters in my poems only. Okay, <laughs> okay. Yeah, God. You'll never let me drink. I, oh, you have no idea the trauma I still feel over that. I had three pages left in that journal when it got stolen. Three. Yeah, I mean, the whole well, thing was full. Three I, pages empty. I can't. All I can tell you is, you know, you feel trauma, but how do you feel? You know, you should feel some trauma for the victims of the serial serial killer that was inspired by your journal. That's that's the worst part. Wow, what have I done? <laughs> you created a monster that you didn't even know you created. <laughs> But the making of a murderer. That's the well. That's the beauty of it, though. We create, we kill off, we flourish. We, you know, that that's one thing I always try to tell. You know, for me anyway, it's the idea of taking. And this is true of artists and musicians, everybody. But anybody who creates something, you're taking a blank slate and you create something, something from nothing. Doesn't even matter what it is, but when that something grows and blossoms and affects how somebody thinks or the way they see things or, or the way it resonates with them or the way it soothes their heart or the way it makes them laugh or cry or whatever, that's the real magic. And if you can do all that and have fun doing it, then what else is there, right? I will stop doing Fantastic, it. Jimmy. Do what? I said, stop doodling. I was waiting for a response, and you didn't say anything, so usually that means you're doodling. <laughs> I did say something. <laughs> now, I appreciate you. I love you. Listen, we, um, we're going to do it again next week. And uh, Jimmy Ray Davis, you can find me, TikTok, Instagram, under the name Word Machinist. 
and on Facebook, Huey Ray Davis Poetry. That's my poetry page. It's really kicking over there. We're doing a lot of, I'm, I'm shipping in, and we're doing a lot of promotion for other poets and getting people noticed and building a real community over there. So come by and check it out. So you were teasing me about Kristen, using Kristen's name, but you do that. You write under a pen name, but you always say this is Jimmy Ray Davis, the word machinist, and I think that that's really important for an artist to do because it's okay to write under a pen name, but when someone goes, meets us and goes to Google us or find out what we're about or what we do, they're not going to necessarily know our pen name. Well, so I think it's really what, important that when we do stuff, we should always, you know, say this is so-and-so writing under the name of, because then someone listening to the show, you know, a hundred years from now will know that Jimmy Ray Machinist was, or Jimmy Ray Machinist, Jimmy Ray Davis was the word machinist. So I, I do think that's important to put that name in there. No, you know, it, it, it absolutely no, it absolutely is. I agree with you a thousand percent. Uh, there wasn't an issue with using Kristen's name, but it was practicing what you just said, using her name and her handle. That way, people can. Oh find come it. on! It was my first time. Everyone's first time is sloppy. Okay, definitely time to go now. Well, listen, you, I love you. You have a you have a great night, and uh, I will see you next time. All right, Jimmy. I made Jimmy blush. Good night. (laughs) Oh, that was awesome. That was worth it. Worth it. Okay. Our next caller. I'm going to go ahead and give the next three callers so you kind of have an idea where you are. We have 719 followed by 832 and then 903 and then 219 and, yeah, let's get 419, Mr. Rebel Jones on the air. Hey. How's it going, gorgeous? It is going a wonderful. How is it going with you, dear sir? I'm doing well. I'm doing real well. <clears throat> um, Excited to see what you brought so, for us tonight. Yeah, I did an incorporation of last week's prompts with this week's prompts on top of the prompt that I came up with for myself at like 2 o'clock in the morning, it came in my dream. So I had to wake up out of my sleep and write it down. And the prompt was the space between our ears, a wild ride. But before <laughs> I, I get like into it. reading it, before I get into reading it, I'm going to let you um, know what inspired sort of the mood and the content of it. So in school... Right now I'm in a college reading strategies class, and the one thing that reminds me of you that the teacher says is the more you read, the stronger your writing. Mm-hmm. So we're supposed to, as an assignment every week, we're supposed to find something to read outside of school material for two hours a week. Well, I took on an ambitious um, project, and I started reading the um, Divine Comedy. So this being the space between our ears, and I incorporated some of the, some of the mood of the Divine Comedy, um, Dante's Inferno, um, into kind of like the setting of the space between my ears. Oh, by the way, I am Rebel Jones. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Anyway. Good boy. 
the space between I mean, our ears. I mean, man, good man. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> the space I'm a grown-ass man, ears. Nyla. Yeah, watch out, Nyla. I am. Okay, go ahead. All right, this is the space between our ears, the wild ride. The space between our ears exists. A place of smoke and mirrors. You mean perception? It's been a gift given, unique and individual. Eh, okay, well, if you say so. Anyways, moving on. I've walked the celestial trails and the bridges of natural cosmic visual arts. And I've astral traveled through the visual translations of my more perplexed thoughts. I'm learning how to understand living by speaking to something greater than myself for the next guy on social media that knows everything but first requires my financial help. Hmm. Although my deepest conversations roam wild with my chaotic higher self, there's wisdom to be learned up here. I've found through my inner travels there are many rivers of hidden forgotten memories and thoughts. Here lies much of my unfaced guilt. It's this place I seem to get often stuck in a perfect oblivion where time has been frozen. Everything here seems to have stopped. Except my suffering, my pain, the soles of my feet connect to the soul of me. I see stained glass fireflies suspended in air, lighting doorways from the splintered mist that glistens through a deteriorating fog of confusion. Sobriety seems to be a distant voice that calls out to me, but I cannot yet return, for there is much more here to learn from the pain and life lashings that await. Devils and demons that I have created now gnaw away at my mind and my dying, rotting, selfish, bleeding heart. My hell as I bury my head in the beaches of my sin, choking on mouthfuls of sand and dirt. The atmosphere changes as do my surroundings. Oh, where did we go? I'm so lost right now. How in the hell did this mess all start? My thoughts darken and my eyes begin to follow a crow that carries a particular eye-shaped pebble that held a particular sight, a peculiar sight. This crow that led my thoughts on a journey into the caves of unsettling views is I've always kept in the dark silence unheard, but never forgotten about the forgotten name elohim the rebel thinks as i smoke myself into a wonderland where i wander and let me tell you what i have seen i have seen watercolor tears of the eternal artist thrown into a digital age of robotic sounds that they know that they now call music what happened here I have been thrown into a space, a scenario I don't understand, for no longer are the uses for a man's sweat and the use of his hands. How lazy have we got? We even got robots doing our art. Sticks and stones are no longer needed to build our structures as virtual reality is our new home, built in wires, plugs, and pixelations. These are the scenes, the thoughts, the pictures painted that fill the space between my ears. Look deep as the journey starts by getting lost in my own eyes as I meditate with myself staring in the mirror. And now it's time to shatter this ungodly silence and let the rest of the world around me back in. Peace.
Wow. That was phenomenal, Rebel. Thank you. You're very welcome. Are you going to read two tonight or just the one? Yeah, I think I will. Um, There was something I wanted to read after that one that you played, that audio one that you played with that, that young lady today. I'm about wanting to return to childhood. Mm-hmm. Um, that was Krista Joe Pex? Yeah. Um, oh, no, 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 no. That was Kristen Riley. Sorry. Oh, my oh, bad. I don't know who it was. I'm Sorry, terrible Kristen. with names. Um, yeah, it was Kristen Riley. It was... <laughs> it was Kristen Riley who also... Right, or Kristen... Riley. Um, you know what? Jot for sanity. I did it. Yes. I love you. Okay. Go. I'm sorry. Go ahead. You know what? I can't do it. Um, I will do another one, but I can't do that one. I can't find the one. It was okay. called No More Dragons, but I can't find it in my. Oh, archive. I want you to find it later, though. Find it and bring it another yes. weekend because I'd like to hear it. I will do so. Um, okay. I call this Oceans of Madness. The crunching beneath my feet had become frustrating after a while for whatever reason. Why was I trying to be silent? I do not know the breathing present, not of my own all around me. I wander a treeless forest searching for what might be and what might not. What a strange place to be. With no reason to see, come wander with me through sensational madness and truth and grace and slivered colors. A sea of broken memories leave nothing to imagine but sorrow-filled stories spoken on the shores of unlived territories. If I see life forward, it looks high toxicity. Visions of future life live holographically. The world natural becomes obsolete. Humanity and good men are fossilized and awaited to be dug up is the thing of history. What came of the masters and knowledge, the scholars are owed, if I may please be so bold. The lies that are told that brought the world to revolt came to me in a dream one eve, destined to find the eyes of me that speak with silence and mighty writings for the mind and a pen or my angel wing. How could that really be? When you still haven't made a believer out of me, I'm not into such beliefs or such things, for the one I converse with internally is nothing more than just me. Peace. Amazing. Thank you. Amazing peace. You are very welcome. Fantastic job, Mr. Rebel Jones. You can find me every Thursday damn near. Here at the Speakeasy with the beautiful Nyla. Um, and you can catch a lot of my material on YouTube at um, Poetry Ray, Rebel P. Jones, Madman Productions. And I do a lot of work with Clarence Ferguson Jr. Um, um, we put together some magnificent stuff together. So we're on SoundCloud, we're on MixCloud, we're on YouTube. Check us out. <laughs> Perfect. All right, sweetheart. Thank you so much. Absolutely fantastic job tonight. 
Thank you. Love you, Nyla. Thanks for the spot. You are very welcome, sir. We will talk to you next week. All right. Our next caller comes from area code 832. 832, you're on the air. Mr. Blue Blue? Hi. I'm doing absolutely wonderful. There you are. <laughs> no, not really. Um, I'm not going to say a whole lot about this because it's just, it's going to be, uh, well, it's going to be what it is. But, I I mean, this is Soldier Blue, and this uh, this piece is one that I um I hate that I had to write it but because this is an ongoing and current situation I had to and I would also say that it is a prime example of why I do not indulge and I don't really mean that in a bad sense because I'm not trying to sound like I'm contemptuous of anyone in their stylings. Um, but it is why I do not go into the the horror genre of uh, of writing. I leave that for those who are better suited to that. And when you hear what this one is, you'll understand. This uh, this piece is called Wind Songs Red Paint. Subtle sounds of the wind. A whisper at my doorstep. They lay around me. I am one of them. And I am not. Being earth and blood seeking answers from the shadows that cross our lands. I am a wanderer over earth. Shadows no longer shake me. I have seen too many, too many of my sisters in still shot repose. Too many of them laying silenced. Lompiji. Too many mothers. Too many daughters. Too many sisters waiting. Waiting for a clean sunrise smothered as they are in this place of offensive odors. The stench rises with the rubble. The rumble of trucks, commercial vehicles, bigah. Obliterating sign, possible evidence in the mutter thunder of the people of their prayers. Of those that have come to such a place as this, it is no garden spot. It is a landfill. Death bides here. The whistle killers have come again, making this a burning age. Rage shoots up. With raw flames. Saga. Boy. Gibago. 
gender genocide, nuthe annihilation of red earth and women. Years have gone by. Time has traveled. Killers caught, death, dead knowledge collected. Four bodies recently found. Three spoken names written, recorded, uncovered, clean, shining. One yet to be set, but the other is still. She is known. And authorities say there is a distinct possibility of more female remains between two, two landfills. Pressed flesh, pressed under earth in desecration. Families lift their heads in sorrow, Kage, in great lamentations. As these female spirits remain cast down, no rest, no peace. Four women most recently, ten years, known by the count of those most concerned, sweated breath of those who might be next. Other generations of indigenous women. Ten years defined by familiarity by authorities and only now when Red Earth rises up again in protest again do these officials make any motions of legality and all because we see Wetronina pain blood and death have become too much one more time so now do they say oh we need to do a feasibility study feasibility defined the state or degree of being conveniently done being easily or conveniently done study study what in the hell are you studying the exact number of how many native women lay in this grave of refuse trash sites that have become serial killer dumping grounds the tide is rising we know our relations lay restless in this place of refuse upon our earth Brady Road Landfill, a land full of the dead awaiting discovery, not the findings of a study. A 15-year-old Native sister recipient of the Canadian Child Care System, a target twice, pulled from the Red River, wrapped up and weighted down. Pulled from a river as red with our blood as we are. 2014, oh, 100 red dresses are too few. There's not enough cloth to describe, to show our loss. Prairie Green Landfill, another land full of our sorrows. Tragedy dressed in the ragged mist of one last breath. Shiny states, glossy countries, divisive places of invisible lines, death. Native bloods and killers have crossed them time and again. Your alien names of place mean nothing to us or to those who commit to these acts of gender genocide. A Canadian sporting event and a singer changes one word of an anthem. Oh, Canada, our home on native land. 
an all-star game, yeah? Sing it, my friend, Julie Black. You remember this, who it was that stood with us in the light when all was going black and we as Red Earth were asking questions at a landfill. One killer caught, other still a shadow, but we know they are out there. Roads blocked, steps taken for protest and shut down. As in the background of a photo, I see, I see a Mohawk battle flag. Turn back and fight. The warriors represented. The warriors gather once more. Safeguard your brothers and sisters. There are things we need to know, like just how many more of our female relations let smothered screaming as only the dead can in the landfills we now stand next to. Our sisters, the ones you aren't telling us about, share with us. My silent sisters, we wait for you. We sing, we dance, we pray, we bring our flesh and spirits to the front lines one more time. Sending our voices high upon the screaming winds of eagles. Bone whistles the sound that can only rise. These whistles scream with life day like we shall never truly die. We rise with the sunrise that dies not. Feasibility studies for prairie green. Outright investigation refusal by authorities with a jurisdiction at Brady Road. And the trucks continue to bring their loads of refuse in assembly line of obliteration and trace of trace and evidence. Camp Morgan. Camp Morgan and Brady Road Landfill, Winnipeg, Manitoba. You remember that name. One of us of Red Earth is all of us. We understand what we see. M-M-I-W, Missing Murdered Indigenous Women. We See the posters of the missing, the murdered, those who have disappeared, and we pray our sisters will not keep disappearing. We do not see is any real work being done to solve these murders or any of these cases. They lay around me. Face paint, handprints upon them all, dressed in red. I am one of them, and I am not. My breath yet flowing, I will do what I can for all of them. Red Earth, MMIW, the dead that disappeared. Canada, USA, the lines don't matter. They still die. Gender genocide. My silent sisters.
We are the Ghost Road Born, and we are asking questions. And peace. That they did. I don't. You know, it's, it's hard for me to even know how to respond to that because I've been. I know about the story. Um. I think what really got me in that piece when you said the ones that you don't know about you know you want to know the truth you want to know you know what the ones are not telling you about yeah don't want to don't want to rile up them Indians do we right yeah well Hey, that's so a, let's, that's just, let's just feed them bullshit because bullshits are like little freaking trade beads. It'll keep them happy, right? <laughs> yeah. Mhm. Yeah. So, no, I, you know, that's just it's like, horrible. Absolutely horrible. I just, I can't, uh, I don't understand it. I, I simply can't understand it. I mean, I I I saw that I saw an article in the, one of the native newspapers, and it was also reported in other uh, publications. So, I mean, it's you know it's all verifiable. And I saw it keep popping up on my screen, and I saw the title. And it was saying, you know, we are not trash. And I kind of was not trying to really read it. I wasn't trying to really read it. I wasn't trying to go there with it. I saw that and I thought thought that they were talking about, like, you know, well, maybe it's a land back issue or maybe it's a a native uh, sovereignty issue or you know, maybe it's a, a, a water rights issue. And then I read it, and it's like, oh, you've got to be goddamn kidding me. So when I saw that keep coming up like that, and I saw a thing that they wanted to do with the um, with the red dresses, you know, it's like, okay, I, I got this. Mm-hmm. I don't want to. But I got it. So it is a painful path you walk, Soldier Blue. I've been watching that for years. But do you know how powerful hearing that was? Uh, I pray it was enough to reach a lot of people's ears and so go look it up, Maybe you guys. They will. They will also search pra- Prairie Green start Landfill. Prairie Green and Beverly yeah, Prairie Road Green. Landfill. Yeah, Brady Road. Mhm. Yeah, that's uh, you know, and there are more people start asking asking questions. You know, maybe you know we can draw some better attention to where it needs to be. 
Do you think if it was the police captain's daughter that was thought to be there, they would have hesitated? Oh, good Lord. If there was, if there was, one, if there was one of their own, they'd have been screaming about it for days already. Shit, I didn't, and that's not even a question. They wouldn't have had mind. to scream. They just would have gone out there and looked. That's it, you know. And, and I mean, we were talking, like I say, in, in, in totals, I mean, as far as, like, you know, knowing that these, at least, you know, having valid suspicions and reason for inquiry, they've known about these two landfills for at least 10 years. At least 10 years. And that, that, that tells me it's, it's more about, you know, not telling how many people are, you know, how many Native women's remains are out there. That makes my heart so, ache. I'm not about to let that sit anywhere. I've got that in, uh, I've got that in for publication with uh, one of my regular magazines. I'm definitely going to put it on my podcast. Uh, I'm going to see if I can't figure out, you know, even though it's complicated anymore, I'm going to see if I can't figure out how to put it up on YouTube. And I'm going to see, you know, how many, how many different places I can put it, basically. Well, I think you wouldn't. I just put the link for the story into the chat room. Yeah. That's good. Yeah. I mean, like I say, it needs to be out there. And I was, and I can't even begin to tell you because they don't, and, and, and just as a word too, in terms of what I, you know, with the, with the Mohawk battle flag, I, they, those guys, you can't, you couldn't ask for anything better in terms of support. They don't always necessarily come out and stand on on the line in all of the, the various situations that they know are going on around them because obviously they have their own. But they do make sure that their presence is known and that somebody sees that they are not standing still when they know that you know some of the, the the other first nations in their in their part of the, the world are having these kind of things come at them they make sure that they put that out there and i guarantee you if they hadn't have had the 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 full support of the mohawk people that flag would not have been there I agree. All right, Blue, my love. Tell everyone how to find oh. you and then go drink a cup of oh, tea. Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm sorry. I just get everything all these things rolling. Down. I want to keep you around a yeah, while. Yeah, you know, give me, give me, give me, all these things come rolling through my head, man, so... Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, you can find me Rafe Wild, uh, Facebook.com, and underneath in parentheses it says Soldier Blue. I have a, a free podcast. It's called Red Earth One, and it's got uh, I think about a dozen uh, pieces on there right now. But like I said, I'm definitely going to be 
throwing this one on there, which also means that at the same time, I'm going to probably throw another two or three on there just to make sure that it's updated and, you know, give people, you know, the current uh, uh, vibe, I guess you could say. Well, no, I'm not even going to go there. That, that's, too, that's too idiotic and trendy. The, the, current, the current place that my work is, is coming from and how I'm, you know, what I'm, what I'm talking about and the, what kind of issues I'm talking about. And there's also some uh, some other work on uh, Reverb Nation. I'm I'm basically going to have to rediscover my channels on YouTube. And like I say, I'm going to try to figure out the the means of, of doing that kind of a recording. And uh, we're we're going to get this rolling. Yes, please. Because I'll tell you, and it's just, right. I'm, I'll say just this, this, this one last thing, and then I'll then as a closeout. This this piece means a lot to me, just in 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 the sense of it's brought home to me that you know I'm doing what I can with my with my art, but I am also asked to be to step forward and do a little more. So I am. I'm going to see what I can. I can say I'm going to see what I can come up with. And see what that next step is going to be. Well, I'm going to hold my breath till we find out. Well, it's like I said, it's going to be something because, like I said, I'm not standing still. No, you never do. I can't. I can't do that. So right, I anyway, there you have three, it. I put three art, three of the articles in there for you. Okay. <laughs> Thank you. You're welcome. Thank you, Miss Nyla. You're very welcome. All right, sweetheart. We will talk to you next week. Yes, ma'am. I got. Uh, I mean, I, last last week I was 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 really irritated me because some some fool managed to run into our transformer, which meant that the electrics the electricity for our whole neighborhood went down. So I didn't uh, get a chance to do anything, but I've got like five more in the can ready to go right now. So <laughs> I'll be back definitely. Yeah. Awesome. All right, sweetheart. We'll talk to you then. Thank you so much. Love you dearly, Thank my brother. Thank you, Miss Nyla. Love you too, Miss Nyla. Bye, bye, hun. Okay, Mr. Soldier Blue. Our next caller comes from area code 903. 903, you're on the air. Hello, Nyla. This is Eric Shulman. Eric, how are you, my love? I'm good. So I got a little problem. So you notice that my number is not the same, right? I do notice that. That's why I didn't call your name. Well, that's all right. Well, I uh, got. I was having lunch with uh, my coworkers, my dad, and one of my best friends from uh, eighth, well, not eighth grade, uh, uh, seventh, yeah, seventh grade. And when, since I was in the kid, uh, yeah, since I uh, went to school with him from seventh grade. But uh, anyways, I was having lunch with them, and I was just riding. I was riding with him in his truck, and I didn't pay attention. 
and I uh, didn't grab my phone soon enough, and it dropped enough times, and it finally got to where I can't even get on to it. So I haven't been on wow. Facebook. I've been on Poetizer because I, I found my uh, password. I, I wrote down all my Facebook passwords and, and my Instagram and Twitter and all that, too. But once I plugged them into my old phone, which I have Wi-Fi in my camper, it's part of my rent, and uh, it's not coming on. It's not coming in. So I have filed a phone claim. And hopefully I'll be getting one as soon as they decide to give it to me. So So whose phone is this? This is actually my dad's, but he bought it from my grandma. So <laughs> three so, generations. Yeah, he hooked me up. That's right. Yep. That's it. Yeah, she's uh my uh my uncle Brent died shit like Two or three weeks ago. So, but she's doing. There's been enough deaths in your family for a while, okay? Yeah, I know. Tell me about it. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Yep. But unfortunately, we'll find this one day. So, but uh, besides that, I'm doing good. Just been working and working and working. And I'm still writing and I'm still working on my bogeyman. poem and what's funny with that is I talked to my grandma about that yesterday and she told me that I had found a whole lot of information well I had found a bunch of information online someone had made a list of them from around the world but I told her that I had found the booger man and that um, the Cherokees according to what I read they actually had a picture of it, and the booger man is also a dance too, um, and a ceremony. From what I read, I don't know how true and accurate it is. And I wasn't there back then, but anyway, she told me what was funny was that she said that whenever she was a kid, she got told that the booger man was going to come and get her, or to be good. So it kind of coincides with what I've been talking about with the boogeyman. So because I told her I was like. Yeah, the original Bogeyman was the same song, the same ordeal. It said the Bogeyman's going to come and get you and eat you. She's like, yeah, that's right. <laughs> so it's cool that she confirmed <laughs> that, what I had learned. So that's cool. Anyways, I got a change. So last week, or yeah, last week I uh, read uh, Joyce and Gage's uh, two poems, a vampire poem and... Uh, and Bleeding Ink. So I'm going to read her last one in the book. It's uh, Poets United, a collaboration anthology, and other poetic works. Gina and Carillo, or Gina, sorry, uh, Gina Carillo and Eric Shulman. So uh, here we go. All right, Change by Joyce Ann Gage. It starts with the tiny little seed and inside each and every one of us to make a change yeah it might start to feel a little strange but we have to do it for our children's sake no one said life would be a piece of cake i'm sick of flipping on the television to see the news spewing out lies hatred and political views 
I'm tired of seeing people being gunned down in our streets and homeless people going without enough food to eat. What happened to our humanity? So many people living with vanity bring back the days of yesterday when the world had a little more purity. It starts with a little tiny seed inside each and every one of us to make a change. Yeah, it might start to feel a little strange, but we have to do it for our children's sake. No one said life would be a piece of cake. I see eight-year-olds addicted to crack, parents dumping them off and never looking back, people being killed off, people being killed over the color of their skin, Hollywood demoralizing while sexualizing women. Fast-paced sin is all around us now. It's in our clothes. It's under our skin. We can't escape everywhere I look. I see another victim of rape. It starts with a tiny little seed inside each and every one of us to make the change. Yeah, it might start it might start to feel a little strange, but we have to do it for our children's sake. No one said life would be a piece of cake. We need a change in order for us to survive. We want the human race to succeed and thrive, but we are on a spiraling self-destructive path. And if we don't change now, it's going to end in a violent bloodbath. It starts with the tiny little seed inside each and every one of us to make a change. Yeah, it might start to feel a little strange, but we have to do it for our children's sake. No one said life would be a piece of cake. It starts with a tiny little seed inside each and every one of us to make a change. Yeah, it might start to feel a little strange, but we have to do it for our children's sake. No one said life would be a piece of cake. Be the seed that we need. That's in peace. That was awesome. Thank you and so much. And we need to do that. We need to be that seed. Yes. Yes, we definitely do. That's for sure. That is for sure. But anyways, I wanted to read. She has three books in the, uh, sorry, not three books. She has three poems in the book, and I told everybody I was going to read their poems and record it and all that. So here we go. I got time for a second? Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. This one is uh, actually different for me to read, but that's fine. <laughs> all right. This is uh, Jajini Dagnelli. That's her name. And this is Enigma of Women. So, Enigma of Women by Jajini Dagnelli. A context of falling petals woven into the fine texture beneath the crest of a rolling wave, lifting and pulling at the fabric of your soul. A moment that has gone unnoticed, falling to the grave, never letting you go, twist as it turns with colorfully painted words whispering against the edges of your mind, hands ready to hold with a strength that's unknown, filtering visions of glass roses from your eyes, a fire burning bright, deep within, reaching out, ready to survive each moment. All right, that's in peace. 
Those were phenomenal. I'm so glad that you shared those with us. Thank you so much. Uh, thanks for having the program. Thanks for glad that you liked them. I got. I'll be sharing Absolutely. a whole lot more. I can only share share two at a time. So, but uh, I was gonna read. So, Ann or Joyce Ann Gage is on Facebook. Um, her like page is called Down the Rabbit Hole, and she's uh, on Facebook, and it's uh, Ann Gage, just a regular one. Um, let me get. Uh, to uh, Jenny real quick. I just had her page. Hang on. All right. So she's from New Jersey. And, uh, or actually, no, yeah, she was born in New Jersey. And she lives in Campbellsville, Kentucky. So, but anyway, she's on Facebook too. And it's J-J-E- N N E or my bad, hang on, sorry. J J E N N I D A G N E L L I. And that's and she's on Facebook there and uh that's what I that's what I got reading right now. I was actually listening to Robin Hood today and his Merry Men. Um oh, yeah? it was one of the older texts, yeah. It was cool. I don't know how true it was. Uh, so I found this podcast. I forgot what it's called. Um, but it it actually has uh, books as references. And this person, I think, and I don't know exactly what century. I'll have to find it and send it to you uh, when I get my Facebook back on and I get my phone back on. I get a, get a new phone. But uh, hopefully it won't be too much longer. But uh, this uh, person that this person actually wrote a book and it's a very long title but basically this person decided to uh, anthologize all the Robin Williams poems and stories and history actual history and myths and legends all in one book and I haven't read it yet but I was listening to another one and it was pretty cool and it was pretty interesting. So, but uh, what was cool was they they talked about Mary being mo- the Mother Mary, but also Mary being uh, a symbol for May Day, what we call May Day now. But he uh, one of the cool things that talked about was uh, Robin Hood had tricked uh, lots of the sheriffs and even the friars and and uh and other people too of power in the book that he was going to that he needed to go to Sherwood Sherwood Forest which is where he lives and uh because he had he needed to go check on the Catholic church that he built there so that he could go see uh Mary and go worship the virgin Mary so that's an interesting concept huh it is. All right, sweetheart. But, uh, all right. Well, you can uh, find me on Instagram, Twitter. Uh, I got a YouTube channel. I haven't had a chance to record anything yet. I'm going to hopefully once I get my phone back. But uh, 
And you can find, well, you can find me on Facebook, but I'll have to make, probably have to make a new account, unfortunately. But I'll uh, keep you updated and I'll be back. You can always find me, or most time you can find me here in the Speakeasy Cafe with Nyla and everyone yes, else. Yes, you can. And let the next, and let the next poets and poetesses come out, come on. And I love you, Nyla. Thanks so much for the program. Thanks for everything you do for us. Uh, hopefully you have a great week in weekend and including Friday too. So Thank you. And, and oh yeah, I did forget one more thing. I uh-huh. did uh start my garden too. So and I got oh, it cool. inside. So and I actually got I got sprouts already. So 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 is that the reason you got the snickles is because you got allergies or do you need to go get some oranges? No, I got allergies. I take Benadryl for it. Sometimes searching. Yeah, and you have uh, allergies person. and you're growing a garden in your house. Yeah, good time. <laughs> I do. That's all right. I got you. I got you. All right, sweetheart. Thank and you so humidity. much. Fantastic job, honey. Thank you so much. You're welcome. Anytime. And the humidity kills me too. So, and it is oh, springtime here. Yeah, it does. It is getting cold. It is getting warm finally too. So, it's good. And I did shave my hair and my beard, too. So, it gets <laughs> really hot in Texas. I bet. But oh, I know so it. Much, and uh, I'll keep you up You're welcome. Oh, good. Sorry. Sorry to keep yammering on. All right. Have no, a great night. Right. <laughs> Thank you. You too, hon. Bye. I'll talk to you next time. Okay. All right. Let's get. Let's go ahead and grab area code two one nine. Two one nine. You're on the air, Mister. Hey, how you doing? There you are. I'm doing great, honey. How are you? I'm doing good. So, what do you have to grace us with this fine evening? Called the price of being brother or the little miracle for special poetry. My dear brothers and sisters took 13 years of hard work, dedication, sacrifice, and operating under the radar to be the legendary poet that everybody in the nation knows as Brother Olivier's Professor of Poetry. Being a well-known and respected brother comes at a price. Being a legend in the Chicago, Northwest Indiana poetry communities comes at a price. I wasn't expected to last one year as a spoken word artist. What most people don't realize is the more anointed, gifted, and talented you are, you're going to have more haters and critics who have absolutely no idea the challenges, obstacles, and circumstances that you had to endure and overcome to be the great man or woman you are today. As a song by Smokey Robinson and the Miracles goes, everybody's got to pay some dues. My dear brothers and sisters, if you get anything out of life, you got to pay the price. Don't nothing in this world come easy. You got to work for everything you get, because nothing in life is free except the air we breathe. Let me clearly remind you that being me every day comes at a steep price. There are certain qualities and characteristics about me that you may not like. There are certain experiences in my life that you wouldn't want to go through yourself. There are certain personality 
traits of mind that you might not want to have as a young man or woman. It's great that you have deep admiration for me. It's great that you want to follow my example and try to fill my shoes. And it's great that you want to do what I do. However, my dear brothers and sisters, I would encourage you to always be yourself instead of wanting to imitate me. Being your authentic self will take you far in life. For I, brother of the living miracle, professor of poetry, is an original that can never be duplicated. Brother O, can you share some examples of the price that you had to pay in your personal life to be the great man you are today? I was born with a congenital heart condition. I endured three open heart surgeries, and three months ago tomorrow, I received a life-changing heart transplant. I was placed in special education class until I was in the fourth grade, having a speech impairment with a noticeable lips, being bullied, mocked, and laughed at until my senior year of high school. Graduated from high school near the bottom half of my class with a 2.0 grade point average. I battled issues with anger, hostility, self-doubt, bitterness, resentment, and depression. I dealt with rejection, loneliness, and isolation. I dealt with my deep-rooted fears and insecurities. I dealt with numerous deaths of my classmates, friends, and family members. I dealt with haters and shade throwers who criticized my style of poetry. I dealt with being overlooked because I, I read from paper. I endured three life illnesses four years ago, including a stroke. I endured the COVID-19 pandemic, and I endured losing my best friend and girlfriend nearly two years apart. And even to this day, their losses still affect me in poem. Tell it like it is, right? Yes. <laughs> Amazing. Fantastic job, sweetheart. Are you going to read two tonight or just the one? No, just the one, Nala. Okay. You sound really good. Thank you. You're very welcome. You're very welcome. All right. Everything's going well? Yes, uh, next Thursday is actually my birthday, so I'll be I'll be on on uh, Speakeasy Cafe next Thursday because it's my birthday and it's now. Yes, yeah, my birthday next Thursday actually. <laughs> That's awesome to know. Very right. cool. I'll have to I'll have to make a cake and munch it in your ear or something. Yeah. I wouldn't do that. All right, sweetheart. Thank you so much, and we will talk to you next week, birthday boy. Thank you, and uh, people will find me on Facebook on Omar Brother O'Gatley. I uh, get just getting back writing and uh, <clears throat> just getting just getting back to swinging things. You know, it's been a while, a little while since I've been on the radio, and uh, I'm doing better. Actually, go mm-hmm. for the first time in over a year, so things looking good. And I'll be. Did you really? Be, I'm so happy. That's so awesome. Congratulations. Yeah. Yeah. I'm yeah, so, so excited I, for you. 
every, every day is progressing. Mm-hmm. That a month I'll be attending live events again in uh, Northwest Indiana and Chicago in a matter of months. So, That's so, so just, good. I'll be I'll be back out there. I just uh, completed uh, a few fifteen the work I was working on on this book. Uh working on a book called uh, uh Life is a Marathon, a four hundred day journey. I'll be working on that while I'm still still recovering. I'm actually got the poems completed, just put them together and uh just that's believing that this thing will be released at the end of the year. So I'll just, I'll just cool. keep myself busy. Writing, writing, just writing and just uh, looking forward to uh, getting back out here again. Yeah, well, we're looking forward to it too. Been holding our breath mm-hmm. for this for a long time. So congratulations, babe. Glad you're doing good. Thank you. You're very welcome, sir. We'll talk to you next week. I'll be, I'll be it. I'll be, I'll be on next week. Thank you. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. Our next caller comes from area code two one five two one five. You're on the air. Two one five. Can you hear me? Are you muted? Is your phone muted? Two one five. All right, I'm going to go ahead and mute them again because I can't hear them. We'll come back and check. 346, are you with me? Yes, I am. Hello, Amelia. Good evening, Nyla. How are you doing, sweetheart? I am fabulous. Thank you for asking. You are so welcome. What do you have for us tonight? So last week, uh, you gave some poetry prompts, and so uh, I don't have every single one embedded here, but hopefully you will hear what, you know, is there. Plus, all those numerous um, history on black uh, history that I tagged you, so I ought to be in that drawing like 50 million times. (laughs) Anyway, let me get on with this poem. It's called Hunters of Angels. Hello, Hunters of Angels. During the end of the beginning, there was a horrific circumstance. Satanic forces were hunting God's angels, searching them out across time and space. They traveled through all the galaxies, roaming high on the various vistas and under the surface. The angels were far too clever and strong because they were God's warriors. Great thunderstorms crashing throughout the atmosphere as the war raged on. Many various levels of turmoil flowed. The evil ones attempted to lie in order to cancel their existence. Excuse me. The evil ones attempted 
to lie in order to conceal their existence. Poetry being the language of King David, a man after God's own heart, was also attacked. Many distortions were created. Why is poetry afraid of the truth? It isn't poetry, but the evil ones who look to divide and conquer the truth and destroy God's ordained speech of King David. Now, this is a creative tale, yet it is true that there is a war in the spiritual realm. It is also true that people with evil intentions lie and attempt to destabilize the good in the world. Beware of who you trust and what you trust in. Do not accept lies or distortions of the evil in our society. Prompts by Nyla Alicia Musings of Amelia T. Davis, a.k.a. Poetical Angel Queen. End piece. Fantastic job, sweetheart. <laughs> so you picked up on all of those, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. Yep. yep. Yeah, you did I'll, so well. I'll tag you. I didn't want to post it yet, but I'll tag you in it when I post it. I'll post it after we, get, you know, I get off the mic. So the second poem um, is, uh, you know, a it's a new Love poem, but you know that's my best subject, so here we go. And there was controversy in one of the groups behind this poem, and I'll tell you about it after I'm completed the poem. It's called Everlasting Love. A love that surpasses all understanding. A love that lasts through all time and space. A love that lasts through eternity. It is rare in today's world find a love that is special and unique. A romantic love affair between two individuals becoming one. One purpose, one goal, one direction, one love shared by two. A dance that flows upon the universe, a waltz that cascades through the planetary landscape. This is my dream. This is what kind of love I desire. A man who will love me for who I am deeply within my core. A man who sees past the surface image. A king that bows before the Lord and receives his instructions from him, a man who will never allow anyone to attack me or to harm me in any way, a king that finds me because the Lord whispered in his soul, there she is, that's your wife, a man that accepts my negatives along with my positives, and I will be and do all of that in return. A holy, unbreakable bond that nobody on earth can destroy, 
Not even satanic elements will be able to conquer our love, respect, and devotion for each other. I am holding on to this promise we find in the Bible, Proverbs 18.22. The man who finds a wife finds a treasure, and he receives favor from the Lord. I am ready, your treasure, and I know my Father will bless you and I forever. I'm waiting for you, my King. Come and make me yours forever. Musings of Amelia T. Davis, a.k.a. Poetical Angel Queen, and peace. My goodness, how can they turn down an offer like that, right? So this female gets on my poem, and she says, oh, yeah, that's the problem with people because they have unrealistic um, expectations on a marriage and so on. And this poem is basically um, what I had ex-husband. Now, granted, we had our differences. We had our problems. He has passed away. But I know it is obtainable, and I told her that. Um, yeah, you have, you, you know, times where you fuss at each other, you cuss each other out, you're angrier than a hornet's nest. But after a day or maybe a few hours, you make up, you forgive each other, and you go on. And, yeah, it's a struggle in a relationship to always be on the same page, communicate, and, you know, overcome all kinds of various obstacles that you may come across as a couple. Yeah, but I told her pretty well know my story, and this is obtainable. And I didn't feel like I had to insert 30 years of a marriage into one's home. So the bottom line is I would like to find Yeah, it really doesn't matter, Amelia. It doesn't matter what people say or what they think or what they do. It matters just you like your poetry and it says what you needed to say. And, you know, you just take what people say and let it go in one ear and out the other because it doesn't matter. This is yours. There you go. So I just, you know, wanted to make that point. Um, But thank you so much, Nyla. Uh, I appreciate you so much and I really look at you as a sister, and I appreciate everything you do. So I'm glad you like the prompt. Like I said, I'll tag you in that one. And uh, I'm glad you appreciated this poem as well. So blessings to you. And you can find me on Facebook and across all uh, social media as Emilia E M I L I A C D A V I S, also known as Poetical Angel Queen. Or you can find me here just about every Thursday night hanging out with Nyla. There you have it. Thank you, sweetheart. It was really good to hear from you, man. I cannot wait to see what you bring next week. <laughs> okay. Thank you. Because, you know, it's it's Women's um, Month, Women's History mm-hmm. Month now in March. 
so yeah, I'll be doing various um, poetry based on various uh, females throughout our history. So until next week, uh, Nyla. All right, sweetheart. Thank you so much. My pleasure. Bye-bye, hon. All right. Our next caller comes from area code 919. 919, you're on the air. Thank you, Nyla. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Hey, sweetie. How are you doing, Granville? I am doing fine. I am here in the living, and I'm grateful to be here. Well, we are grateful that you are here. It's an honor denied to many. What do you have for us, sweetheart? What do I have for you? You know, I tell you, I was unprepared. So I'm going to read. I didn't have anything particularly in mind planned to read, which is... Which, which, which sometimes gets me to to waste time. Not not intentionally. Anyway, uh, I'm going to do a poem from my last my last book. Yeah, my last book, I think. My last book. I'm going to I'm going to do a poem. I'm going to do this poem. I'm going to do this poem about my sister. I haven't done it in a while. Okay. This poem is called Denise. The first woman. Hey, let me stop. Let me, let me, before I go on. Is this month Women's History Month? Yes. Women's Appreciation. Okay, well, this one dedicated to Women's Appreciation Month and, and every day, every, all the time, because women get it done all year long. All year long they do. This one is dedicated to my sister. She's my older sister. And but anyway, the poem should speak for itself. The poem is called Denise. The first woman sheared house with was my sister. She, the elder, and I, the younger. Always at my side, absent mother and father, we thrived under the tutelage of my grandmother, Josephine Weeks, also known as Manjiji. I was often called Manjiji Boy. I hated the name. Hated the name as it was referred to me, but I loved the woman. I did not love her because she was my grandmother. I loved her because she was a great human being. I endorse this woman before God and man. But however, the subject is my sister, the first woman that I shared house with. Always she and I, with her initiating our actions, she would dress me in her clothes, 
then she would wear mine. I would do her every bidding. Everything was fine. Until a couple of years went by and there was a change in me. Everything she does now seems so mundane. I am not wearing your clothes. Does that? That's insane. No longer I wanted to do what she wanted me to do. The distance between us kept growing and with the distance grew the tensions between us two. Oh, the fights, the wars. She was bigger and I was smaller. You know who got the best of who? I love my sister and hate that girl. She is not the person that I once knew. Was it I that had changed? Or what did she go into? She is now my nemesis, the bane of my existence. How did it come to this? She is making my life hell and loving it. I did not smile much when I saw her then. And I love my sister. Like my grandmother, she is a great human being. I speak to her often, never discussing our past. I am not eager to discuss battles. I am convinced that I lost. Certainly not my glory days. Thank you very much, Naila. Wow. You know, that you could have written about that about me and my sister. <laughs> I loved it. Yeah, you know, and and you know, that's that's what you write about it because it it it's so uh it's so all over all over our lives, you know, sibling why well we, you know. You yeah, know, the, we could you know, take your sister and my sister, we could take your sister and my sister and lock them in a room and only one of them would walk out so one of us could be pretty happy. Ah, <laughs> 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 oh, that's horrible. I'm not condoning human fighting like dog fights. I'm just, that's a horrible thing I said. Scratched it, rewind. Okay, great poem. I loved it. You, 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 you know what? As I was reading the the poem, you know, I, I realized, you know what? I was writing about the irony of life. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, it's the irony yeah. of life. You know, how, you, know, you, you know, that's what, you know, that, like I say, every now and again, you're going, you're going to bite your tongue. Because it's a small space, and, and both of them have to survive in, in that space. Right? Every now and then it's fiction. You know, and, and that's his life because 
Christian make babies. So there you go, you know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you, you, you cheeky little devil, you. All right. You know, Thank you, you know, Grantville. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Uh, uh, you have to for another one? Oh, yeah, you can do two if you want. Oh, yeah, yeah, I'll just do one because since we're here celebrating women and the irony of life, let's, let's do this one here. This one is called Her Obligations. Many men have grown old waiting on women. She has been getting dressed for how long? She pats, she pulls, she nips, she tucks, she twists, she twirls, she fixes. For the world awaits. And when she steps out onto the world stage, all must be right. It could be the one moment that she has been waiting for when it all falls into place. All her dreams and aspirations, the world awaits, and they must know that she is here. This might, this force of character, this obligation to Procreation is, is no light matter. So she prepares herself. So she prepares and readies herself for her grand entrance and her service to men and perpetuation of her people. No small task indeed. No small task. Thank you. Thank you. Fantastic job on that one as well, sweetheart. Thank you very much, Nana. Thank both, you very much. Both Thank perfect you. for Women's Month. Yeah, yeah, women, yeah, yeah. Women, they're all over our lives. We, we are because of women. Let, let them say that Granville said that. Yes, but... Guys need to remember that we're walking around with these all-powerful wombs, but we can't do it by ourselves. And, and, and you know what? That is the workings of a higher power. You know, that is the workings of a higher power that, that, that we, we, we will stray, but we always return, you know? It, it, you know life is a marvelous thing. One day, we... We might sit before the Most High God, and He He will explain all the mysteries to us. You know, and we. we I don't yeah, want everything it, explained to me. I like being curious and wondering. Don't give me all the answers. Let me go poke dead things with a stick, and I'll figure it out. You You know what? You know what, Nyla? What? I note. I noticed that about women. Women enjoy the mystery. I I try to talk clarity to them and. And and they like it, and and in the same breath they will they will worry and not understand it because because the the mystery, you know, leave them curious and and they enjoy the curiosity. 
Yeah, and they enjoy the mystery. And probably that's where you all are the most intelligent of the species because you all stick you yes. Woman stick you yes. Yeah. And, 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 and it's. And it and it's the gateway to, to learning, the gateway to knowledge. You know, if, if if you want to learn, and you know, what were you what were you plan to do? You got to stay, and you want it bad, stay hungry. You got to stay hungry. You know, yes. you got to stay hungry. Yeah, you got to stay hungry. So, salute to the women all over the world. <laughs> salute to all, all the right. women. Yeah. All right, my dear. We will talk to you next week. Right. Yes, ma'am, definitely. I look forward to it. And thank you for having me. All right. Bye-bye. You're very welcome, sweetheart. We'll talk to you then. Okay. Let's go ahead and grab 501. 501, you are on the air, I think. Hey. How you doing, Nyla? I'm doing wonderful. How are you, sweetheart? I'm all right. This is just Jay or Jared. I don't know what I go by over here. JJ Productions. Yeah, there we go. We start there. <laughs> How you doing? I'm doing wonderful, sweetheart. What's going on with you? Not a whole lot. Not a whole lot. I, um, I was going to go ahead and get into this poetry because I know that you have been doing a mountain of a task. I came in probably about 45 minutes ago, and you have been doing a great job with the poetry. Thank you. Mm-hmm. I appreciate that. That's because it makes it easy. The poets do such a great job. My my job's cake. Oh, get out of here. All right. I, I've been on your end of it, too. And you're being much too modest, but that's the reason why we all love you. <laughs> or am I, really? Maybe I am just that silly. And you guys just don't <laughs> no, want to, don't want to admit that. it. <laughs> you don't use enough run-on sentences to be that silly. <laughs> <laughs> Do you want to know something really funny? If you look What's at that? my English reports from school, first from when I was in school that teachers have graded for me, and you know how they use little red marks when they they are so marked up, and every, I bet you almost every single one of them says something about you need to watch your run-on sentences. You need to watch your run-on sentences. That's why I write poems, because I don't have to stop. I can just use line breaks and go forever. I know, and if you make a whole uh, uh, sentence in your poem, then you're not doing a, quite a poem format, because poems are made up <laughs> of more fragments than anything else. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm excited mm-hmm. to hear what you brought tonight, love. All right, I'm going to go ahead and get into it then. <laughs> The cool, tempestuous winds have swept the last sweeps, only remembered in rumors, memories of cooler times forgotten, as arid winds gale. The campfire has been lit, and the aroma is sweet, as the steam rolls down our asphalted streets. Ladies and gentlemen, I present Exhibit A, The Heat. The heat that allows elites to eat, dine, and sip wine as they wax and wane and wine of their own imports. Apparently two glasses too many. As they gloat over taming officials and courts, so on and so forth. Bribes are poison delivered into the arms of the people 
It's the toxins in the little fatty bits of highly prized tissues, because in the fat is where the lie lies, so tender and exquisite, buried in this jelly, until utensils unsheathe and cleave, revealing the soft, soft suppleness, opaqueness of this flesh, and its consumption has ghoulish effects. You have maimed and murdered life, and now all your dreams are within your grasp. Be the lion. Choose from the weak and the elderly, and do what comes naturally, and fill your coffers to capacity. Callous your eyes to the ghoulish spread, because these are not people. These are but numbers and algorithms that you will never meet. It's no crime as long as you do it with the punchline. And don't let your disgust for your lust ever show. No. Even if your stomach wretches and convulses, you hide it. You suppress it because your diet should be hard to swallow. Bones in the pot rub smooth on their sides. Gory disembodied faces staring through you. Small hands stirred into the casserole of enlightenment. You burn the land to boil the seas, to scorch the earthen pot, to produce this stew. But the stew is bad. And I sit here at this table staring deep into this hearty bowl of why feed me your crimes. A backbone, a spine, boom finds. It all offends. But this is the recipe of men who think that they are the one true God. Wow. That was incredible. Thank you. A little macabre there, but it was uh, for a reason. There's nothing wrong with that. Not, we're not we're not always fuzzy ducks and buttercups. I gotta use that if you don't mind. Fuzzy ducks and buttercups. You can have it. <laughs> Thank you. You're welcome. It was just a just a piece about how this massive machine works. I say all the time that if uh, Dan Warden was alive, he couldn't make the calls that most people think he would be able to make because the machine demands what it demands, and the machine has to eat. And regardless of what the creator of the machine thinks, the machine has to eat in order to die. Yep. Are you going to read two? Sure will, if I can. Mm-hmm. All right. <clears throat> All right, I'm going to read this. The name of this piece is called The Self is a Poem. It's a poem that I, uh, prompt that I got from uh, Dr. Russ Livingston. The Self is a Poem. The Self is a Poem of Riddle of Wires Intermingling Mesh connected to these words that marionette my lips. No, no. I am not foolish because I know words. And I know words are not the best way for conveying who a person is. But yet, here we are. As I clumsily explain self by holding tight to the only thing that is hopefully truly mine. And those are the thoughts of my mind. 
my memories of who I am, of who I was, and projections of who I will be, no matter how compromised or redacted or refracted through the filtration of prisons. This is still my story. So I render the fat of me in the pot of simmering reduction, reducing down to my essence as I place me on a platter, serving myself with a healthy wedge of intrepidation. Please enjoy your meal. This poem is of my flesh. Poem. I feel very cannibalistic right now. Yeah, I'll get you two of them right back to back. I might have a little chapter going. <laughs> <laughs> this is the cannibal chapter. <laughs> Bring your ketchup and think, your hot sauce. <laughs> I think I need a napkin. And a friend. That was yummy. That was yummy. <laughs> <laughs> Bring a friend. Oh, okay, I've missed you so much. I've missed you so much. <laughs> Yeah, I, I appreciate that because sometimes you go someplace, you're like, "Why am I here?" <laughs> you are put on this earth to read me poetry. Don't you know that? I am starting that is to believe that to be in true. Life. <laughs> oh, I'm about to repurpose it so it'll be that. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Tell everyone how they can come over and fangirl you or boy you as well. You guys can catch up with me on Epiphany on Saturdays, every other Saturday. I think we will be going this Saturday and the following Saturday after that. It's uh, me, myself, and also Gina Storm. We have the Just Jay and Gina yes, show. Sir. Oh, yeah. We, 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 we've been over there doing our thing. Uh, we're, we're, we're about to start picking up on the consistency now. I've been having to learn the ropes. And um, sometimes I can learn things a little slow, Lila, but now I am picking it up. <laughs> it's not that. It's just like you like to savor information. You don't rush through a meal. Ah. There we go. I like how you think you you, you are a spin doctor. <laughs> <laughs> doctor, I need some help with this line here. <laughs> um. We're also over there at the oh, small I, house. Oh, I love doing that. You ever get stuck on a line, you email me. I'll do that stuff all day. I have fun doing that, playing with words, word banter. I have word to call banter. you up because we have some amazing on-air uh, conversations about poems, and that's not a conversation I get a chance to have uh, with that many people at all, not in that way. That works for me. Um, I'm good with small that. Small house of poetry. We have three uh, three days of Small House of Poetry. If, if anybody makes it over to the clubhouse, they can find us on Saturday at 1 p.m. Central, 2 p.m. Eastern, and it's called The Kitchen. Any Anything that you're trying to find, just look up Small House of Poetry, and it'll go ahead and guide you to us. On Sunday, we have the living room. That's the flagship of the house, of the Small House house. And um, we sit there. We break down poems. We go into the poet. Uh, we do a lot of a lot of things that normally would take too long for a normal show. So we tell people to get there early because when we get done, that's it. No more comments or what may have you. But we have the whole stage open so that everybody can go ahead and speak at once. So if they want to speak, even though they may have come late, too late to get a little mini mini feature, they can go ahead and add it to the conversation by speaking. And if they see something about a poem, we encourage people to say something about that poem. 
just don't have the person walk away and you want to say something to them. So we encourage it. On Monday, we have this powerhouse of a radio show. It's called the AM Drive. It's over there on Clubhouse. We are setting this the AM Drive up so that if a real radio uh, station came to us and said, like, we want this product, we will have this product ready to move. Uh, we're constantly refining it so that it's uh, 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 the production value is getting higher and higher on it every go round. Uh, if last week's show, if we just played it for you, uh, for you guys, you guys would think that you really called into one of these radio stations that you pick up on your car. Uh, so we're just getting it ready over there now. We're doing a lot of fun things over there. Sounds awesome. And it's going to be a lot of fun. You know that I've worked in radio since I was uh, 18, right? Mm-mm. Mm-hmm. I'm learning all this stuff on the fly about you, Nyla. I am full of mystery. <laughs> <laughs> I, I used to race stock cars and break wild Mustangs, too. You used to break wild Mustang cars? What did you say? No. <laughs> I, I used to race. I used to race stock cars, and I used to break wild mustangs for the BLM. Oh wow! I've monster truck raced, and all kinds of stuff. Oh, we're going to swap some more stories one day. <laughs> and you can hear about my tales of here in Arkansas. <laughs> Arkansas, you guys have. Oh, I would love to go to Arkansas, dig in the dirt. You guys have got some great stuff in your dirt there. We can eat the dirt here. Well, we used to eat the dirt. You probably still can't eat the dirt because the dirt be insulated. Uh, but it's, it's that red clay, and um, you can eat it. We also have diamonds here. I need to, I need to know where you are, and I need to – I'm going to send you a location, and you have to go find me. Oh, we lost him. JJ dropped. Oops. All right, I'll email him. We don't need to talk. we got a post on the air. All right, let's go ahead and grab eight. Six three eight six three. You're on the air. Up, oh, that's Noreen. Oh, we lost him. JJ dropped. Oops. All right, I'll email him. We don't need to talk. We got the coach down there. All right, let's go ahead and grab eight six three. Oh, that's Noreen. Oh, that's Noreen. Hello, Myla. Okay. Hi, sweetheart. Okay, I I, I got it now. I turned it down. <laughs> okay. 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 And um, h- h- how are you doing? I'm doing wonderful. How are you, sweetheart? That's good. I'm doing good. Okay. Awesome. Okay. And um, okay. And and the poem I got for um, uh, uh, Gary tonight, um, um, I can do two of his and two of mine. But still, or is it too late for that? No, you can do that. We have right now, just so you guys know, I'm going to go ahead and give the rest of the lineup. We're going to be going into overtime anyway. We have okay. eight one five. Five four zero and nine one six to still get on the air. So we've got three callers after you. Y'all get to read your coupon. Y'all, why? Where am I? Why am I doing y'all? Y'all can read. Y'all can read your coupons. I'm not going to cut you off to one now. You guys, you guys get your 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 minutes. So go ahead, Noreen. Okay. Um, the first one of Gary's is called Easy Loving. Okay. Um, look over there. Over there, I are. Very handsome I am. Everybody says so. The end. <laughs> that was so I cute. love that one. Yes. Yep. Yep. 
Okay, and the second one of his is called Imagine That Cat. Question, I asked the cat, how fast can the spirit go? Cat answered, human existence exists and depends on the speed and the stretch of imagination. Thank you, cat, for your insight to realize the answer I was interested in. The cat replied, I know, since there is no end to eternity, there is no finish line by which to measure the speed of the spirit or the timing of the imagination. The end. Ah, that was beautiful. Yeah, okay, thank you. Okay, okay, and and I'm um, okay. Um, these two, um, one I'm gonna read for me. Um, I I wrote this a few years ago, but I have never I never read it on the show or, or um never read it before to anyone. Okay, uh, well Gary read it, but um that was it. Okay, and this one's called the typhoon, and this is a personification of a typhoon. It's like typhoon is talking. Okay. Here I come. It doesn't matter if you're ready or not. I know no prejudice. So get away from me as far as you can if you are warned beforehand. For I'm not a person. I'm just part of Mother Nature, a never-ending cycle. I'll come like strong waves, slamming, destroying everything and everybody in sight. I'll leave mangled corpses, twisted buildings behind I'll bend and split trees, telephone and electric poles in two. It'll be an ugly sight. It'll make you stu- your stomach crawl and make you sick. It'll make your heart heavy with sadness. It'll make you cry for the ones who lost their lives. It'll make you cry for the survivors who have to bury the dead. It'll make you cry for the survivors who are crying for help. They are starving for food thirsty for water. No contact with the outside world. It'll make you cry for the survivors if they can. Rebuild their lives from scratch. And I mean from scratch. Now you know who I am. I am the typhoon, part of Mother Nature, and I can be very dangerous. You have been warned. The end. That was incredible. You have been okay. warned. Yes. Okay. Thank you. I'm sorry. I had myself muted because I was coughing and I didn't want to cough while you were reading. So sorry it took me a okay. second to get back. Okay. 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 <laughs> okay. And then the second one I have is a haiku. I wrote this several years ago, too. It's called True Love. Your true love for me like a strong, fresh-brewed coffee, a heavenly scent. The end. Oh, oh, that was so awesome. Well, thank Sweet. you. I wrote that for Gary. Really? I would not have yes. guessed that. Wow. <laughs> yeah, you would. You would. <laughs> yeah, I would. Yeah, I would. Yes. You're right. I'm just, I'm just joshing you. <laughs> I know. <laughs> That was beautiful, sweetheart. Okay, thank you. Okay. You're very welcome. Okay. And um and I haven't sold anything on Copa yet, but as soon as I do, I will let you know cuz I will give it to you since I um 
get get anything from the Ko-Fi. I saw that post and it made me cry. You are such a beautiful soul, honey. Well, thank, thank you. Thank you. You're welcome. And I'm and I'm I'm, I'm I got to start, you know, sharing it every day. I haven't shared it every day like I wanted to, because I got so much going on. But I'm going to try harder and push it because I want I don't want the sticky cafe to close. And if I, I don't could, either. If I could, I would give everything I have in my bank account. But I know that's not not that's not. No, that's I not feasible. Do it. That can't be done. But that's right. But I couldn't. I know I couldn't do that. I know that I couldn't do that. But um, but I, if I could. Well, you know, the, the truth of it is down. that someday, someday it's going to have to, you know, and I don't want it to be now, but no. there's just, uh, you know, there's just no way we can do this with, without being a community. And right. I don't even want to think about that because that just scares the heck out of me. Yes. But all right, Noreen, my love, on that happy, okay. positive note, Okay. I will see okay. you next and, week. Okay, yes. And oh you can find Gary and I mm-hmm. oh, you can find our books on Amazon dot com and you can find um us on um Gary and Noreen Snyder dot dot com front slash um Gary, Gary and Noreen and then you can find no, no. No. Uh oh. I got it mixed up. Okay. You can um okay, um Gary Gary and Noreen Snyder dot dot com front slash poetry, and then you can find Gary on ReverbNation dot com, on Facebook dot com, and poetrypoem dot com, and then you can find me on um um uh, Facebook dot com, ReverbNation dot com, and poetrypoem dot com, and then you can find us on Kofi K O hyphen fi dot com front slash Gary and Noreen, and then you can find us here every Thursday. Then you can find us on the Poetry Club, doing Facebook Live every Saturday at six o'clock. No, not six o'clock. I mean, sorry, five o'clock um, every Eastern time, every Saturday. And then um, okay, and okay, that'd be it. Okay. <laughs> Okay. All right, sweetheart. We'll okay. talk to you next week, honey. Thank okay, you so I'll much. Okay, I'll see you next week. Okay, you're very welcome. All right. Okay. Okay. Our next caller comes from area code eight one five eight one five. You're on the air. Happy Thursday, Alice. Gina Storm. Gina, my darling, my love, my sister of heart. How are you? Um, I had to increase my volume because I feel like my speaker's real, real loud. And um, you have a really nice variety of poetry so I don't have to worry about a lot of censorship if my grandkids are here. But still, sometimes you never know. Somebody might be having a situation and they vent in a piece and the language is <laughs> a little more colorful than you would like them to hear. Even if it isn't bad words, it's just words that you don't want them repeating. So, um, Oh, yeah. Could, yeah. So, so I just I was using caution, keeping the volume down, listening with the close to my ear, um, enjoying the fact that Noreen, every single opportunity she gets, she supports someone else in the poetry community, and I love that about her. And I also got a chance to hear um, Just Jay before her, um, and the last few 
words said by Granville was when I called in. And I'm sorry for being so late today, but I'm glad that I made it because um, my grands don't have school tomorrow. We're supposed to have a winter storm tonight, and they have no school Monday because it's a weird Illinois holiday. (laughs) I got them tonight. A weird Illinois holiday. Yeah, um, when I try to explain it to people, I'm like, I'm not really sure what it is. Um, it's, it's like, not um, St. Patrick's Day, but um, the the guy was Polish, and I don't know what celebration they do in Poland for him, but here in Illinois we do Kashmir Pulaski Day. Um, I don't know what it means or why it's celebrated. I just know we don't have school. It started when I was in middle school, so <laughs> I don't remember. Honestly, like I, in elementary school, I thought we had it, but we did. My mom said no. I was like in sixth or seventh grade when that came out. But yay, they have no school Monday. <laughs> I was like, I told my daughter, well, if my grandkids are going to be snowed in, I, I would like them to be here with me if possible. <laughs> it's like you are so funny. No, but for real. I'm packed, so let me know when you guys are going to get here. <laughs> I'm ready to go home and spend some quality time with them. And it, and it just started a couple of hours ago, so I'm happy to be here. Well, we're happy that you're here. I love it when everything just falls together perfectly. Whew. It was a bit of a day. I'm glad it worked out. Yes. I picked the coldest day we had in a week to go outside. I was thinking, wait, <laughs> it was nice. <laughs> I'd cracked the windows, got a cross breeze. The wind was high, but it wasn't like raining or anything. It was just nice for this time of year. And I'm talking about between 16 and 65 degrees. This area, we should, I should be still wearing my big coat. So... My thought was, well, I got an opportunity to spend time with my family. The kids have no school for this extended weekend. Yay! (laughs) So here we are. Um, I actually need to, um, you know, it's one of those things, like you can only see so much from a certain vantage point. Um, Spent one this is kind of long, but I but I need to spit it and then um, a short piece. Um, if they don't start having an argument that I need to moderate, but usually they they're on their best behavior if they feel like um, it's a possibility I'm on the mic and I do appreciate that. So I'm gonna do moments of memory. <clears throat> My love and grief. They run deep. My heart breaks completely, totally, with no reprieve. When I speak of lost loved ones in present tense, it's because it comforts me and my heart still says, return immediately, please, for what you would use, the R.I.P. These moments of memory cause tears to stream slowly and calmly, and I'm deep in thought until I can calm myself again, and my thoughts return me back to my center, but it still doesn't always immediately end the crying. We still have to live while others surrounding us are dying. 
There was a time when I didn't have pen to paper or keystroke devices keeping them with me, but I can now do so while happily reflecting and not be so grief-stricken as I was previously. Every time I suffer a loss, the same melancholy falls over me. I think about the good times, and I'm glad that they're no longer suffering, but I wish they were here. And that's the selfishness in me. I'm just human, you see. I don't want you to be here and not have the quality of life that you were used to. I don't even want to see you in the state that you were diminished to. My mother had the strength to visit you. And when she told me I wouldn't be able to do it, I trusted her and I loved you. And this is the last day of your life here on Earth, but I know that the possibility of me seeing you again exists. So I will simply say this. That there are times in our lives when we have just a smell or taste, sometimes a song, that'll keep someone's memory alive. There's nothing right about it, but I know it can't be wrong. I feel like it's the connection that you need to have to make you think about memories and not just life's reflections, but the possibility of someday again being in their midst and seeing them smile and happy, whole and strong and healthy, smiling inside and out. I look forward to a day like that, you see. So I know even on the days when I go outside when it was cold when I should have went out before but I didn't because I wasn't bold I was so weakened by the possibility of loss that I got consumed by things that I can't control so that's just the human in me but the reality is I'm so happy that her pain is in it and she's finally free Gina Storm that's my piece That was so tender, sad, beautiful. That was amazing. (laughs) My daughter was nodding her head, and I was like, I didn't want it to be too heavy, but I was really feeling heavy. But I felt better as I spit it, so I do. It would be okay. Um, I did a key style on a piece that I wrote. Literally um, on the 19th of February, Um, and (sighs) I lose people that I love, and and I have to be able to cope, and I know other people are struggling to cope with grief as well, and you have to find some way to channel it. That's what I do. I poet it out. I'm still crying, you know, be a hot, ridiculous mess, but not right now. Not in this moment, so yay. <laughs> Thank you, Nyla. I appreciate this um opportunity to use your show therapeutically. <laughs> use the way, my love, use the way. That was That's what we're here for. I just I just didn't call in to, that wasn't my thought process. But that's where I ended up. But I'm still glad to be able to do it, sis. And I appreciate you. Okay, okay, okay. I'm going to do my second piece, and I'm done. Um, I wrote this, oh, Lord, that same day. But I literally spit it once and was done. So I, I want to hear it again out loud. So 
So I'm going to do it at home and I, I titled this Wannabe And I did this for um, the Small House of Poetry That I belong to along with um, Jared He he had a wonderful idea And I, I didn't even need to know the details I was He started talking about it and I was like, yeah, okay And he was like, no, you ain't even hear the rest I really don't need to, I just say less I, I'm in <laughs> like, okay, good So I got you <laughs> We built from there, so here we go I titled this I Wanna Be And I wrote this for the small house of poetry I wanna be the sound When you clap rocks together I wanna be the soot from the smoke signals That you send up I wanna be the drum you beat in celebration And also for protection I wanna kneel before you as I wash your feet Because it's part of my love language And it's what it means to me I have to give to you because I love giving my love in service capacity, and everybody does the thing that they do. I've given love to the undeserved, and I will softly hum because I feel like you're the one. You're going to scratch my scalp and wash my hair. You speak the love languages that I've never heard before. You give so much, insisting that I receive more. You are. I want to sing as you run from oppression to freedom Using cornbread trees made by me To hush their bloodhound puppies I want to not ride the bus rather than sitting back You'll rub my fallen arches Forehead and hands I want to be your wife and your good thing Since you're my superhero and my last thing I want to be the recipient of the doom You sound so tiny tonight. You sound so little and soft. I'm so little. <laughs> I don't know. I, I don't feel little. I, I just didn't feel like using my outdoor voice. So I, I hope I was well heard. But yeah, just. Oh yeah, you were. But it, it was it was very <laughs> tender. Just beautiful. Oh, okay. So yeah, it's like a real place. I was watching wedding TV shows. Um. Me and my daughter and my son-in-law were making, like, if, if this were their wedding, what we would and would not <laughs> allow to take place, and how the wedding party would go down and how many people they were willing to feed, entertain, and get drunk. Yay. So um, just I love wedding conversation in, in all capacities and shows and cakes and all things wedding. I love love. So poetry 
to me that can help inspire somebody to see deeper into me and possibly see what they're looking for in a mate. I, I'm about that life. I've, I've done it before. It's the worst again. It ain't broke. I ain't trying to fix it. <laughs> <laughs> Too funny. Yeah. I, All I, right, I my darling. Myself. I'm just going to say this in terms of finding me. The same thing that Jay said, um, find me on Clubhouse on Saturday at 1 Central Standard Time, 2 Eastern Standard Time in the kitchen. We're going to do round after round of speed round with no introduction, no titles, no chit-chat until afterwards. But we're going to have a ball while we do it, and you're going to get full and all the poetry that you need to enjoy your weekend with. Then come to the living room early so we can break you down a seat on this couch because we want it to be comfortable and broken in, not stiff like you just got it from the store. It ain't nobody sat on it before. You got to serve with your back straight. Mm-mm. I want you to lounge. I want you to be comfortable. I want you to have a throat. I want to pop you some popcorn on my stove. Let's have a ball together. So, yeah, come to the living room and um, read your poem, and we're going to tell you what it, how it made us feel. And we want to ask you, where you were when you wrote it? And what were you thinking? Like, what was your inspiration? Like, was this true life? Or is this just something that you hoped would happen? Like, get to the nitty and the gritty. And I love that because you can't always, the time doesn't always allow. So, yay. Um, find me in the kitchen living room on Clubhouse. If you want to find me on Thursday nights, you better find me at the Speakeasy Cafe because I can't be anywhere else. I have to be here. <laughs> well, I love that, so we're good. <laughs> Absolutely, Nyla. I love you, sis. I can't wait to see you at the Waffle House. I know, right? Get my grits for me. I will. Butter, cheese, salt, pepper. Yes. I love it. I love it. See you next Thursday. All right, baby. See you then. All right. Love you. Bye. Okay. Love you. Bye. Okay. Next caller. Five, four, zero. You are on the air. Hello, it's uh, Mr. Automatic Charismatic. How you? Hey, Larry, how you doing, honey? I'm doing fine. I've been on, good to I've hear been from you. In. Thank you. Thank you very much. I appreciate it. I what are you going in. to share with us tonight? Um, I'm going to do a free circle of shockwaves. Um, all right, so here it goes. As I stand in a world unknown, in my life stuck in the zone, up in the valley of the finale, up in the alley trying to find myself, letting the presence be known I am. That's me. Malcolm X was the world with the fear that I made myself who I am. Mega Evans. I am Dr. King. Which has sent shockwaves to the world. Freedom or death for my last breath. Speaking to a sock society that this world would not be quietly 
feeding on a frenzy, causing a dynasty, followers, marching and starving, like creating black nationalism. Those are the shockwaves. Let it be known that injustice will not be tolerated, and everything that follows that be evaporated. We are like the strength. We are the reborn of a nation who was founded on the basis that all the different places, segregation, the misleading of an education, but from the enemy, I became like the separation. I became Frederick Douglass, became Marcus Garvey, since shockwaves, where I was shaking, where I was trembling, because I became Fred Hampton, the world was trembling, because I became Nat Turner, even after February, I found it necessary to bring back the impact. I want to earthquake my words that those that oppose the freedom and liberty just for all but that was not even spoken for all of us. See, the color of skin made the priority and made the minority. But speaking like freedom of the majority, it's a highly priority. We became like the strong of the strength and be like the redeemed. We are living in the dream. The nightmare is trying to prevail. Pulled over, driving while being black. The gun is in my face. What can I do? My hands are on the steering wheel. And I said I didn't even have a weapon. But the learning lesson is a hatred of confession. Shooting and unarmed. Are we back at that again? But it's just another spin. And we all in sending shockwaves to the world. This automatic charismatic deliverable engine is in the morning, pipe and drive. That was powerful, babe. Thank you. Very, very welcome. Are you going to read two for us tonight? Yeah, I will. Okay. Um... I tell you what, I want you to uh, name an inspirational poem. Give me words of inspiration. That's my poem. Um, trying to think of something awesome. I don't know. Is that, my brain, my brain uh, is so dead right now. My, my uh, COVID brain problem. is not working. I'm like, as soon as I go try to think, off. my head just goes blank. <laughs> I go and usually I'm great at giving home, homework, right? Yes, the homework queen. All right, we're going to call know. this poem, You Are Awesome. That works. 
they called me like good enough, you're not going to pass. You're not going to have a higher grade in this class because you're slow, you're stupid. You're not been used to being in a progression. You should might as well face it. You're going to lose. You might as well face it and just cry. You might as well hide your face in shame. But if you bought all of that, you would not be awesome, now would you? But you are awesome. In spite of those negative words, all the challenges. In spite of being told no. Despite of people telling you are too slow. Despite of all that, the words like that have expired. And those words can never catch no type of fire. Because you are a living, a living example, aren't you? Haven't you been on this road again, before, and now again? Now it's like words in a spin. But lives had changed like well then. They said negativity is right at the fence. Are you going to open it up? Leave it in suspense. Many challenges. You call that a lie? Call that anything negative a liar because you are living truth. What was trying to keep you down? You looked into the sky. I kept driving. You said that it was just too hard that you took charge. Because why? Why would you do all that? Didn't they say that you are all these negative things? Didn't they put all this in your face? But all that got replaced. Why? Because you're awesome. This automatic charismatic deliverance it gives in the moment fucking drive. <laughs> I love the way you end your palms. <laughs> that was awesome. Uh, you read that and then I laugh at the end. That just that just doesn't seem right, does it? Yeah. But that your little closing there is just I love the way you you get almost sing songy. It's cute. <laughs> yeah, I've been doing it for a while. The closing. I am a lyrical engine. Um, you are. No. Yeah. Well, I was named Mr. Automatic Charismatic. Um, actually, uh, I was inspired by uh, a buddy of mine named Mr. Make It Happen. And I, I wanted to um, really have a poetic name that I feel like uh, really fits me in the way I portray poetry. And so I thought that, you know, that's always been my life, being Mr. Automatic Charismatic. That's been my life. Matter of fact, that poem was me. You cut out there at the end, or you cut out there yeah, at the end. Yeah, you know when you're bullied, if, if all those people have been bullied, mm-hmm. and, and take the, those negative words to swallow all those negative words and you become negative words, yep. you'll never reach your potential. No. No. You got you got to decipher what's the challenge and what's the success. 
Absolutely agree. All right, sweetheart, tell everyone how they can come find you. Well, I'm Larry Shepard. Larry, well, right now, Larry um, Auto Griswold uh, Shepard. Um, and you can find me, Mr. Automatic Charismatic. Uh, I do a lot of poetry. I do website de- designing. Invite me a website. I, I will uh, once our computer um, comes up. I will design a website for anybody that needs one. And I would, uh, you know, the truck driver. Even, even as a truck driver, I can still work on somebody's uh, website. Um, you know, I'm going into my business of a lot of things, moving business, and um, you know, my formula uh, will come out to help people study. And past tests, um, you know, I, I have a just so many, and I have. Oil. Do you like oils? Do I like what? Oils, oils. You know, oils are like fragrance, fragrant oils. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I have a boss ambition coming soon. My oil company is going to be called Boss Ambition. I, I will, I'm having I a really, mix. really hard time hearing you, honey. Oh, uh, okay. Uh, uh, my oil fragrance company, uh, uh-huh. my product is gonna be called Boss Ambition. I will mix. I will. Um, I'm getting into that. Uh, you know, so I'll have some That's oils. That's awesome. That is incredible. Yeah. Very cool. Thanks. Very cool. Very, yes. <laughs> you are awesome. <laughs> Thank you, sweetheart. So, um, <laughs> we're gonna talk to you next week. Uh, you know, it's 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 kind of off and on because I'm a driver. So I'm a truck driver. Shout to all truck drivers. All right, sweetheart. We will talk to you then. Tell everyone how to find you. Oh, yeah. Miss Automatic Charismatic, Larry Shepard. Uh, find me here. Find me, uh, you know, Miss Automatic Charismatic. You can find me on Google. You Google Miss Automatic Charismatic. I'll be Google doing a whole lot of projects. Yes. <laughs> Much love. Perfect. All right, sweetheart. We will talk to you then. Thank you. Thank you. All right. Let's go ahead and grab 916. 916, you're on the air. Hey, uh, good evening. Hello. Hatter. Yeah. New York, L.A., hey, right? Hey, sweetie. Very well, good. Very good. So how are you doing? Uh, I'm all right. Uh getting some things handled uh, squared away so I can take a trip to Australia in the uh in April. I'm I'm not going to even lie to you that I'm very jelly. <laughs> Sounds amazing. Yeah. Yeah, be a lot of fun. Be there for three weeks. So be a nice vacation. No doubt. You have a tons of fun. 
What do you bring us tonight, love? Well, I've got two short ones. Uh, I've got uh, a sort of more serious one, and then I've got a humorous one. So uh, I'll read the uh, the dunes of the hourglass sands first, if I may. may. It goes like this. Do not watch as the last torch fades or reach to the dark with empty hands. Do not walk amongst the devil's sage on the dunes of the hourglass sands. The hills that keep the mirrors of time count the tears you weep. The glass that shattered held the wine lay broken at your feet. The shadows march along the walls, salute with blood-stained hands. Repeat the tales of dead men calls on the dunes of the hourglass sands. That was really good. Thank you. You're welcome. And you're reading too, right? You have to. Yeah. The law. (laughs) The law. Okay, this one's called Grandma. Goes like this. Grandma's house so old and dark, staying there was never fun. Grandma acts strange sometimes. She has fooled everyone. Grandma killed the neighbor's cat. She drowned it in the sink. She raised the sweater from the suds and smiled and gave a wink. I watched her bury a body in back, a stepping stone where it lays. Now there's a flowering pot to mark the unknown grave. While in the garage late at night, my tears are much, much higher. Sounds of saws and body parts returning kindling for the fire. Each day she likes to sharpen things. I watched her hone her axe. She plans to wait till I'm asleep before the bloody attack. I heard my grandma late one night, the neighbor kid she baked, celebrating, lighting candles, then appearing with a cake. Each time I watch my grandma cutting things with her saw, I cannot stop wondering what really happened to grandpa. In poem. (laughs) (laughs) Why am I laughing? Oh, my gosh. <laughs> that poor little deer. <laughs> Did he make it? Did he survive? I think, it, I think it was in his imagination. Everything Grandma did, he was suspicious of. That's so funny. Oh, my God. Too much TV. <laughs> I think that's got to be one of the favorite things I've heard tonight. I love that. Okay. <laughs> Oh, you are so welcome, sweetheart. Mr. Hatter, my dear, home runs. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for letting me read it. You're very welcome. Yeah. You uh, want to tell everyone how they can show you some love? Uh, well, uh, I'm, I'm Jay Hatter and allpoetry.com. You can find us there. It's free to join. You can just cruise around and take a look at everybody. Uh, also, there's a group in there, a team of voices, A-T-O-V. Um, we are in the groups. Find us, knock on the door. Deborah, my partner, will let you in and um, see what we do. We uh, use the blog talk to share vo- uh, vocally our, our work as we follow along on all poetry. So we're able to uh, cr- uh, critique people's work. And, well, that's uh, really cool. Is that something you do just within the group, or is that something you do as a public show? It's a, well, I, we have a hosts that, that fill in most most all, every night of the week and mm-hmm. uh, it's a it's the main uh theme of it is is poetry um different themes different prompts that the the, the hosts 
uh, we'll put out for mm-hmm. uh, like, like mini contests. Uh, it's basically just an inspiration to uh, call in and, and share on the air. Um, we've been doing it for, I think in next April will be our, no, this month, March, will be our fourth year. Congratulations on that. That's amazing. Thank you. It sounds like a lot of fun. If you want, um, are you, you're on my Facebook page, aren't you? You know, I went over there, and, I, and everything had changed so much since the last time I went. I, I didn't know how to get a friend request to you, <laughs> but I'll try again. If you just you do a that, search I, on, on there under Nyla. Um, yeah, I, I found your page. Yeah. Yeah. There should be a little link to send the friend request. But if you do that, you don't have to get all friendly on Facebook if you don't want to be on Facebook. But you can use it as a marketing tool. And because my page is kind of like the bulletin board inside the Speakeasy Coffee Shop. So if you have something cool. fun coming up or you want to promote a contest or just invite people over to join your group or whatever, um, definitely take advantage of that. Yeah, and uh, we the radio station here on Blog Talk is uh, ATOV, a team of voices. Um, you find a list of our shows com- upcoming and on demand. So, well, perfect. That's awesome. You're very welcome. I hope you come back and read some more because I really enjoyed that, poor little kid. <laughs> I will. <laughs> yeah. Thank you. <laughs> I'm going to be laughing about that all night now. There's something very, very wrong with me. <laughs> All right, sweetheart. Thank you so much for ending the show on such an amazing note. Okay, Nyla. Thank you very much. (laughs) Good night, hon. All right, everyone. You've been listening to the Speakeasy Cafe Open Mic Poetry Show. It was an incredible evening. What fun we had. Fun by all. Fun, Fun had by all. All I had fun. I am going to close the show tonight as we end Black History Month and come into women appreciation. I think that the best piece to end one and welcome the next is this piece by Vicki Aqua, my mama, called Nina Simone. And here you go. Ode to Nina Simone. Nina, Miss Simone, Miss Simone, you're our own. They loved you in France with a love like mine, African queen, far from home, you're our own. When you sing for women and such, you're more than too much. And when you sing, my skin is black, I was taken aback. When you say you ain't got no, I knew what you meant. Mr. Moan, my life, my life was touched. When you bellowed out, my name is Peaches. My name is Peaches. When you were so far ahead of your time that even when you died, died, the rest, the rest, the rest, 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 rest
Miss Simone, you're our own. You touched my soul. Your music never old. When you tickle those keys, you touch something in me. With a bubble so bold, I just had to ask, why, how did the world miss you? But oh, no, not I. I hung on to your every word, to every word you sung. Even to this day, you can make me cry. But not for you, but not for you, but everyone, but everyone that missed you. Oh, Miss Simone, you were a delicious treat. Oh, how I still love you. Miss Simone, Miss Simone, you're our own. I felt your pain from the depths of Georgia to New York City. Oh, what a pity that they missed you. How you were treated was sickening. America's loss was Europe's gain. Being more open-minded, as your songs reminded, they caused you to drift away from home, the home of the slaves. How you were treated was a pity from Georgia to New York City. Since you've been gone, things have not been the same. Now they remember your name. And now they remember your name. Miss Simone, Miss Simone, you're 